friends, this is Ted from Out of This World Radio, and um, uh, this is, uh, I'm so glad you're all here today. The purpose of my show is to make this world a much better and happier place, and I know that if we all work together, we can make this planet a, a fantastic place that's happy and joyous, full of love and compassion, and a place where we, we are we are truly, truly blessed. That's the purpose of my show, and um, I hope I hope you'll enjoy today's uh, today's interviews. Today's a very special uh, day for the for the show because I'll be interviewing a series of Native American and Mayan elders on their wisdom for humanity and how we can make this world a better place. I just had so much fun interviewing these people. They were all uh, Shaw women and uh, very spiritual, and I think you'll really really enjoy it. Um, one of them. Mary Kodroba is is actually famous. Um, she's been in uh, several different uh, movies and television, um, and used to used to have her own radio show, believe it or not, um, where she would speak in Spanish and in Mayan, um, and talking about uh, Mayan uh, values. Um, I didn't even know about her until recently. My friends told me about her, and I said, "Wow, what an amazing woman to uh, to interview!" So I'm so glad that she's on the show today, and I know you're going to earn you're going to learn so much. The other thing, too, is um, I have another uh, Mayan Shaw woman who will be talking about the prophecy of the condor and the eagle. Now, some of you may know about it. Probably most don't. I didn't know much about it either until I listened to um, this wonderful uh, 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 told me, uh, Shaw woman told me about it. And actually, um, uh, from my work with the uh, uh, Moto office in Tokyo years ago, they told me about it, too, and that what it is is that the prophecy is that when the condor representing South America flies in tandem with the eagle representing the technologically, technology, uh, technology of North America, the two will ascend to create a much better and happier world. And so that's what we're going into this, this um, period right now. Um, according to the interview, um, uh, the Jean woman I, I interviewed uh, she said that there were actually stones in Central America showing the this merging of the condor and the eagle in the future. Um, and there's no condors in uh, Guatemala where those stones are, and there's no eagles either. So there's a, there's a lot here, and I think you'll find it absolutely fascinating. This is information you won't find um, many other places. It's difficult to get good information about uh, Native American wisdom, especially among the Mayan, and I hope you'll you'll enjoy it. So, um, Out of This World Radio is a nonprofit, listener-supported show, and your contributions and financial support and and just good thoughts and sending us good lots of good love energy is always really, really, really appreciated. If you'd like to to um, the, to make a donation, just go to my website on BBS, or you can go to my website, of course, at www.outofthisworld1150. Dot com and just contribute whatever you like. Really, really appreciate it. I also have a spiritual mentoring program where I teach people how to talk to spirits on the other side, get a hold of their uh, their um, their guardian angels, as well as benevolent extraterrestrials. I've been in touch with uh, my Pleiadian brothers and sisters um, one way or another probably since about 1976, 77. And uh, been in touch as, as a psychic with um, spirits on the other side since uh, 1994. So um, I grew up in a psychic family where it was normal to talk to um, uh, spirits on the other side. So it's uh, um, it, it's uh, it's a fun. It's really fun. Um, I, I earlier in life I, I had to hide the abilities because people it wasn't really accepted. But things are coming out now, 
and I've been able to come out of the closet, so to speak, and talk about it. So that's what I, that's what I do now. I also wanted to tell people I just returned from a wonderful spiritual trip where I visited many sacred places. Um, I'll be going, uh, I want to tell people too, I'll be going back to Mount Shasta to visit uh, many sacred places in August. And um, I hope you can all come. If you're interested, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. You can also go to my website, outofthisworldreadings.com, and there's information on it there. Um, the only requirements is that you be positive in a good mood and uh, have good intentions for the trip. Um, it's not very expensive either. The, um, I wanted to tell everybody before I forget, um, I do a lot of fundraising for clean water for the Hopi and now Navajo Indians and in Arizona. Uh, I really, uh, really love doing this kind of work. I started it back in, oh, what was it? April, May of uh, 2018 with my good friend, Liam McLaughlin of the Washington Clean Water Foundation in Seattle. And since that time, we've raised a lot of money. Our first donation, I think, after I started fundraising for clean water for the Hopi was $35,000, dollars $35, from a wonderful lady named Teresa in Idaho. And I want to thank Teresa today for her wonderful contribution. It, it's 100% of all monies collected go right to purchasing uh, clean water filters from a manufacturer who sells his water filters at his cost uh, to our group. And then we have volunteers on the ground on the Hopi and Navajo reservations. Um, we've been doing this a number of years uh, now. Something like over 400 families on the Hopi reservation are now drinking clean water for the first time in their lives. And the reason why it's so important is, believe it or not, I found out back in 2018 um, that not all people here in the United States drink clean water. Now, if you live, if you if you're in a city and you, and you you may take clean water for granted, right? Just turn on the tap and drink it. Well, it's not so simple among the Hopi. Um, they don't have access to a dedicated water system. And the well water where they get the water for various reasons is contaminated with arsenic and uh, high rate, rates of radiation. And statistically, uh, men on the Hopi reservation only live to um, on average 44 years and women 53 years. That's from the radiation. They die of various causes, including cancer. And water uh, plays a big factor in that because the water is contaminated. Well, we've been able to change that scenario. Um, and um, your help will really make a big difference. A $150 contribution, which is tax deductible through the Washington Clean Water Foundation, um, will pay for a water filter system that can last up to 30 years for a Hopi family. Isn't that beautiful? And um, anyway, if you'd like to contribute, um, just visit, uh, you can you can go, just send me an email. I'll send you all the particulars. My email is outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. Uh, we're also having a, um, a big fundraiser in Woodenville, Washington. That's about 20, 25 minutes east of Seattle. If you are in the Western Washington area, I know I have a lot of listeners there because I broadcast from KKNW in Bellevue, Washington on the... Uh, on the east side of Lake Washington from um, November 2013 through July of 2020. So I still, I know I still have a lot of listeners there. And hello to everyone before I moved to BBS. But, um, but if you are in the area, the event is free. Uh, my good friend, Liam McLaughlin is a fantastic fellow. He's, he does a lot of entertainment and arranging for different bands and musical groups across the country. And he used his connections to get a whole bunch of wonderful performers to, 
donate their time and services. Um, so you can go there on the 13th, I think it's 13th and 14th, and listen to all these amazing bands and musical performance. And there's also free food, uh, Dick's Drive-In, uh, which is a Seattle and Spokane, Washington-based uh, drive-in, um, has agreed to not only donate their farm in Woodenville, Washington, but also free food for everyone, just by donation. And 100% of all the monies collected will go right to the Hopi and Navajo for these clean water filters. This is an entirely a volunteer effort. And it, you know, it makes me feel um, like there's a, there's a lot of hope for humanity and we're making a difference in the world. Um, if you want more, more information, you can uh, email me at um, uh, outofthisworld1150 uh, at gmail.com or you can write Leon, my good friend Leon. Um, Lee, his, his email is Leon McLaughlin. Um, uh, L-E-O-N-M-C-L-A-U-G-H-L-I-N-199 at gmail.com. And uh, he'll give you all the, all the detail, details as well. The purpose of this show is to make this world a much better and happier place. And I know that if we all work together, we will create a much better and happier planet. I know humanity is facing a lot of challenges nowadays. Um, you know, I don't like to dwell on the negative, and so I'm not going to do that today. But I want to tell you that are we are getting a lot of galactic help in in creating a better planet. We also have tremendous amounts of angels um, surrounding this planet, and all you have to do is ask for help. As Ashtar was explaining to me recently, he said of the Ashtar command, he said that we would love to do more to help humanity, except this is a free will planet, and we have to respect free will. We will not intervene directly unless there is imminent extinction of, of, your, of your civilization. So barring that, um, they will not intervene unless you ask. So if you want to ask for help from Ashtar, uh, from any of the benevolent um, uh, civilizations now uh, circling this planet, including our dear brothers and sisters in the, uh, from the Pleiades, put your hand on your heart. Do the hue three times. It's a meditation technique designed to bring in the galactics, it goes like this. It's from human, the word human, just say like this. Hu... Let's do it twice more. Hu... And one more time. Hu... So that they will they will recognize that as a, as a red flag for help and they will come in and assist you. If it's as long as it's for benevolent, um, positive purpose. Um, approximately, so we have an audience off planet today of approximately 6 million souls listening. So um, I know they're listening today. There's a keen interest on what happens uh, on planet Earth and our choices right now, because what happens here will affect the rest of this solar system, all 40 planets in this solar system, by the way, not eight or nine, according to our scientists, don't get quite, they don't know the quite the whole picture and the rest of this universe as well. So if we blow up this planet in a nuclear war or um, destroy it, it will affect in a negative way many other planets, many other civilizations, many other universes in this and other dimensions. So we, so we have some very important things to do, um, and, and there's a lot of benevolent um, civilizations there waiting to help us. We just have to ask. Isn't that it's a simple thing? Just ask. I have a, a spiritual mentoring program where I teach people how to talk to spirits on the other side, as well as contact um, benevolent um, extraterrestrials. Uh, I just wrote a book here some months ago called Journey to the Other Side. 
And if you're interested in ordering a copy of that book, please send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. It's not very expensive, and it teaches people with all kinds of examples how to contact your guardian angels, um, spirits on the other side, as well as these, as well as these benevolent uh, extraterrestrials. Um, you can also go to my website, outofthisworldreadings.com, where you can order the book there, um, get some more information about the trips to the, trips to, the uh, trip to Shasta, as well as uh, to Peru next year. Well, I think, well, uh, Don, we've got some pre-records to run. So there's there's four different pre-records I'll be running today. These are interviews I've, connect, I've, I've done with um, Mayan and uh, um, Native American um, wise women, if you will. And they say things that are pretty amazing, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. I will be coming on at the end of the show uh, for about 10 to 15 minutes, wrapping everything up. And if you have any questions about uh, the content of today's show while you're uh, listening, please send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. That's outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com, and I'll be happy to answer any questions. I think there'll be time. We should have about uh, 10, 15 minutes, maybe 20 even at the end. So um, I hope you enjoy, enjoy today's shows. These, um, these are amazing interviews, and I hope you'll, you'll learn quite a bit from it. So I'll see you at the end of the show with any questions you may have. Go ahead, and Don, and, and start running with the first interview. This is with a famous um, uh, 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 Mayan Shaw woman named Mary Cordoba. She's uh, quite well known um, for her roles in different, uh, different movies. And she's a well-known Mayan Indian elder. I think you'll enjoy her very much. Hello, friends. This is Ted from Out of This World Radio. And I have a fantastic guest today. Uh, her name is Mary Cobra. She's a Mayan Shaw woman with lots of fascinating knowledge and, and wonderful things to say. And I want to thank you so much for coming on my show today. Thank you so much. You're welcome to say anything you like. There's no censorship. Um, and I'd love to talk about some positive spiritual things today uh, from your perspective as a, as a Mayan uh, uh, elder. I'd like for you to start off by just talking about anything you like, and then I've got some questions I'd like to ask. Buenas tardes. Good afternoon. Estamos aquí en la ciudad de Cancún. Quiero quiero platicarles un poquito. Yo soy Maricoba. I am Maricoba. Y yo vengo de una familia maya. I come from a Mayan family. Eh, mis padres vivieron en Yucatán. My parents lived in yo Yucatán. Yo nací en Yucatán, pero eh, yo viví siempre aquí en el estado de Quintana Roo. I, I was born in Yucatán, but I always lived in the state of Quintana Roo. Eh, cuando yo era pequeña, la comunidad donde yo vivía era una aldea maya. When I was a little girl, uh, uh, the community I was raised, it was a very little village Mayan. Actualmente, la comunidad se conoce como Vicente Guerrero. Actually, the community is named Vicente Guerrero. Y está muy cerca de la ciudad de Cancún, está a 80 kilómetros. And it's very near from the Cancún city. Eh, en esta comunidad estoy custodiando un santuario. 
in this community I am guarding a sanctuary. Eh, para mí el santuario es un lugar para convivir y para estar en armonía con la naturaleza. For me, the sanctuary is a place to get with the community and be in communion with the nature. En este santuario realizamos actividades ceremoniales para para ofrendar a los guardianes del lugar, guardianes espirituales. In this place, we make ceremonies to offer tribute to the guardians of the place. Eh, pero también he tenido la oportunidad de compartir la sabiduría ancestral maya. But I also have been able to share the ancestral culture of the Maya. En muchas partes aquí de la República Mexicana y también fuera del país, en otros países he tenido la oportunidad de conocer también personas que tienen el conocimiento. I have been able to share my knowledge with people from other Mexican Republic and also to other countries and I've been able to meet with other people that host their knowledge. He estado con el espíritu del cóndor. I've been with the spirit of the cóndor. El cóndor y el águila, el quetzal. The eagle, the quetzal. Donde, donde me he dado cuenta de que la sabiduría ancestral. Where I've seen that the ancestral knowledge. De que todos estamos en una misma frecuencia. We are all in the same frequency. Eh, todos estamos pensando por la por la sanación, por la armonía del planeta. We are all feeling and thinking and acting for the harmony and healing of the planet. Y también estamos pensando en el despertar de la conciencia de la humanidad. And we're also thinking for the waking up of the consciousness of the humanity. Entonces, esto me lleva a pensar de que los ancestros están en comunicación con nosotros. So this makes me think that the ancestors are in direct communication with all of us. Pero llevándolo a la, a la práctica de la vida diaria. Taking this to the practice of the everyday life. Eh, tam, pues nos enfrentamos con la situación que está viviendo los pueblos y la gente de las ciudades hoy en día. We see how are the difficulties of the people now living in the cities and also now in the villages. Hay muchas cosas eh, muy, eh, ¿cómo se puede decir? Terribles o muy malos que hoy en día está sufriendo la humanidad. There are many low vibration and not so good things that the humanity has to deal with every day in the cities. Eh, uno de ellos es la falta del amor incondicional entre los seres vivos. One of the main problems is the lack of unconditional love between all beings. Mm -hmm. Y otro que también es muy importante es la alimentación que se ha cambiado mucho. The most, one of the most important topics as well is the well eh, 
eating that has our food industry is not the best for humankind. Mm -hmm. La mercadotecnia nos está enseñando a comer de una forma que no es saludable. The marketing is making us eat not the way that we should and is unhealthy mm -hmm. and is not sustainable. Y, y la causa de esta práctica de hoy en día es, es lo que ocasiona todas las enfermedades que hoy está viviendo los pueblos y también en las ciudades. The cause of these wrong practices is putting our health in a very um, not so good uh, for the people in the villages and in the city. Now it's for everyone. Yo tengo memoria de hace más de medio siglo, donde en la comunidad eh, solo nos alimentábamos de lo que se produce en la tierra. I have the memories for more than a half of a, a hundred years that in the communities we will eat only what we planted and it was all natural. Y en la comunidad no se conocía eh, pues a los doctores, una farmacia o un supermercado. And in the communities we never knew about doctors, pharmacies, drugs or supermarkets. Entonces, pero las personas tampoco se enfermaban de cosas raras como, como ahora. But the people in the community, they never got sick with weird things that we have now in the society. Cuando alguien se siente mal, eh, se le prepara algún té de hierbas y con eso las personas se sanaban. But when someone felt sick, we just prepare some teas medicinal teas, and that's what all we needed for be healthy. Hoy en día, yo creo que hay una creencia falsa. Nowadays, I believe there's a false belief. De que las personas eh, están pensando que se alimentan de la mejor manera. People think that they are eating the best way. Eh, consumen productos eh, muy caros. People eh, consume very expensive things. Este, los mejores productos de los supermercados. The best products from the supermarket. Pero mientras más eh, consumen estos productos, más enfermos están. But as they, we keep consuming these products that they tell us is the best, but we keep getting more sick and more sick. Mm -hmm. Y yo quiero dar este mensaje a todos los que alcancen a ver este programa de radio o este video. I want to give the message to everyone that sees this video and listens this radio. Y estoy agradecida con las personas que hoy me han invitado a dar pues una palabra. I am thankful for the persons that invited me today to share my speech. A, a todos los abuelos, abuelas, eh, hombres y mujeres. Necesitamos regresar a la tierra. Thankful also to the elders, women and men, that remind us that it's necessary to go back to the earth. Necesitamos vivir en armonía con la naturaleza. We need to get back to the harmony and living in harmony with nature. Buscar las maneras 
de sembrar algún, algún alimento. Find a ways to plant your own food. Esto es como responsabilizarnos nosotros mismos de nuestra familia. This is to take responsibility ourselves for our family self. No dejar esa tarea a otras personas. Don't let that to other people. Eh, porque cada persona no sabemos qué es lo que hace para producir los alimentos. We are disconnected and we don't know what other people is used to, to give us our food. We don't know what is in that food. Eh, el, eh, hoy en día las personas necesitan tener conocimientos. Today the people we need to have knowledge. Conocer de plantas medicinales. Know about medicinal plants. Conocer de conocer la naturaleza. Know about the nature. Eh, vivir en armonía con los animales de, de la selva. Know how to live in harmony with the animals in the, in the jungle or in nature. Y voy a aprovechar la oportunidad también para dar este mensaje en lengua maya. A lo mejor no se entienda en muchos, pero es como preservar también este lenguaje de los abuelos. And I, I want to have the honor to share with you this message on Maya language. Maybe you won't understand it, but for me it's important that this language is heard. Please listen. Le ves la tune, la tzililesh, wa shivesh, wa kolelesh, u eba kana awohelfikesh, tia le kanan aknatskabati ti ignal Olal, yete kimak olal, le behlae, kanan, uka, natsamak, ye uchben, kansahobo, le hemishen uchmakobo, ya kachbayo lobe, natsabashti de tiotum. El conocimiento ancestral, lo, la gente grande, invito a las personas que siempre se acerquen para que escuchen qué es lo que tienen para decir porque tienen muchos conocimientos. My invitation is to for everyone to get close to the elders, get close to the old persons and listen their message because they have the knowledge. La la vida ceremonial eh, para nosotros es una forma de estar en comunicación con los espíritus de la naturaleza. The ceremony is a way of life, ceremonial life, and it's a way to be always in contact with the spirits of nature. Es, es por eso que para nosotros eh, es como algo muy importante siempre hacer ofrendas, hacer ceremonias para que es la forma de interactuar 
por los espíritus. And it's for us super, very important to always have ceremonies for the spirits and offerings. So there's a way we can um, have communion with them and balance. Y pues les pido que por favor eh, ya despertemos de este largo sueño para que nos hagamos cargo de todo lo que necesitamos en nuestra vida y en nuestra y en nuestro despertar. And I, I ask for everyone with a lot of strength so we all wake up from this long, long dream and take the responsibility in our hands for our awakening and for our own health and for health of the humankind. It's our own responsibility to take everything in our hands. Eh, si desean preguntar algo en concreto, pues también con... If you have any questions, I have one. What do you think Western civilization can learn from Mayan wisdom? ¿Qué es lo que tú crees que la cultura occidental debe de aprender de la cultura maya? For example, living in harmony with the planet. Por ejemplo, acerca de la, de la armonía con el planeta o lo que usted guste decir. Lo que la gente de las ciudades necesita es acercarse a la naturaleza, no tener miedo. Las... La, la gente de la ciudad tenemos que... The people from the city needs to stop having fear from nature. Eh, las, eh, las personas le tienen miedo a todo, le tienen miedo a ensuciarse con la tierra. People from the cities are afraid to even get stained with the earth, get, get dirty. Le tienen miedo a los animales. They are afraid of seeing animals. Eh, Ve una araña y lo matan. Los animales, eh, la mayoría son inofensivos. The most of the animals are inoffensive. They don't do nothing. Eh, corremos más peligro en las ciudades que en la selva. We have way more dangers in the city <laughs> than in the jungle. Mm -hmm. That's true. Algo más. Interesting. Just curious. Um, what do you think of genetically modified corn? ¿Qué usted piensa de el maíz genéticamente modificado? El maíz, bueno, no solo el maíz, todas las semillas cuando se modifican, entonces ya no tiene ese espíritu que nos alimenta. Any of, not only corn, but any seed that has been genetically modified, it loses the spirit, and the spirit feeds us. Entonces es como comer cualquier harina, no importa. It's like eating some anything. It doesn't have any more eating spirit. nothing. Uh -huh. Eating nothing. Very interesting. Como comer nada. Mm -hmm. nada. Sí. Yes. Interesting. Tell us about water. Are there are there myths myths and and wisdom about water, how it's used? Me gustaría saber qué dice la cultura maya sobre el agua. Y si hay algunas historias o conocimientos específicos sobre el agua. Because our bodies are 70% water and so is planet Earth. Porque no somos agua. En la, en la sabiduría maya, la maya este, tenemos eh, deidades del agua. We have guardians of the water. Eh, mm -hmm. Son muy venerados. And they're very venerable. 
Porque si no hay agua, no hay alimento. Existen ceremonias que se realizan para Yunchak. There are ceremonies that are realized for Yunchak. Yunchak is the deidad que hace llover. Yunchak is the guardian that makes the rain. Oh, y la y la deidad femenina es Na Isha. And the de feminine deity is Na Isha. Na Isha is la que custodia cuida el agua que está abajo, mar, cenote, ríos. Naishha, Mother Water, is the one that custody and, and guards the underwaters, in the under rivers, cenotes, rivers, and oceans. Entonces, como pueden ver que para nosotros todos los elementos son muy importantes. For us, all the elements are very important. Fascinating. What do, do do all living and do all living things have spirits in them as well as non-living things? Todas las cosas vivientes y no vivientes tienen espíritu para ustedes. Eh, es muy interesante esa pregunta porque en la sabiduría maya en la cultura no nos eh, enseñan sobre ese tema. Eh, eh, la mayoría de la gente es muy interesante esta pregunta para la Mayan cultura o Mayan knowledge no nos directamente estos temas pero eh, algo personal eh, eh, he podido ver eh, bueno, yo a través de las visiones he visto muchas cosas. But personally, through vision, I've seen many things. Entonces, en una de las visiones, eh, yo pude ver de que todo tiene un espíritu, la madera, la piedra, todo. And in my visions, I can see how everything, since the wood, the stones, everything has a spirit. Mm. A través de las visiones eh, veo demasiadas cosas. Through visions I see so many things. Entonces allá es donde he podido sacar este, muchas conclusiones de las cosas. So from my vision and my own experience, this is how I had made many conclusions about life. Hmm. Fascinating. Um, I've been told that the Mayan ways are coming back now. For many years they were repressed, but things are coming back now, and that's a good thing. He escuchado que la cultura maya fue oprimida por muchos años, pero que ahora está muy viva y mucha gente quiere conocerla. La, la cultura maya nunca ha desaparecido. The Mayan culture was never disappeared. Eh, sí hubo sí hubo tiempos de que de que no se salía a, como que en público. There were times when the Mayan culture couldn't be out in public. Y efectivamente fue por la llegada de las diferentes culturas. It was because of the coming of different que, cultures que se 
Eh, se puede decir que hubo mucha violencia hacia los indígenas. Entonces los indígenas eh, mayas prefirieron guardar, guardarse. Then that's why the Mayans chose to guard themselves and do everything under cover. Mm -hmm. Esto es algo también que, que me da gusto platicar. This is something I really like to talk about. Cuando yo tuve uso de razón. When I started to use my reason about these things. Eh, solo los hombres eh, salían en público a, para hablar de ceremonias. Only men was out giving ceremonies. Eh, fui la primera mujer que salió en público. I was the first woman in this area to eh, para, do ceremonies in Para hablar de ceremonias. To talk about ceremonies. Hablar de espiritualidad. Talk about spirituality. Y, y la gente... Eh, los hombres no les gustó la idea. And then, of course, they don't like the idea. Pero yo me preparé. But I prepared myself. Eh, estoy, me siento preparada en muchos temas. I feel prepared in many different aspects. Como fui la primera mujer que sale en el público. I was the first woman because I was the first woman that took the risk to go out in public. Entonces todo mundo me cuestionaba. So everyone questioned my power and my myself. Mm -hmm. eh, pero eso a mí me favoreció. But I took that as a strength. Porque pude prepararme para contestar cualquier tema. So I had to prepare myself to to answer for y, any question people had. Y yo soy locutora. Eh, Locutora Maya, radio, televisión y cine. I, I am a locutor and I also promote Maya culture in radio, cinema and television. Wow. Y, y esa preparación. And that preparation. Me ha permitido. It leads me. Eh, poder, poder estar en diferentes escenarios. And prepare me to be in any scenario compartiendo lo que son las ceremonias. Sharing what the Mayan ceremonies eh, are. Me dedico a realizar ceremonias de matrimonio. I do Mayan eh, unión. Mayan unions, eh, wedding, mm -hmm, marriage. Y, y toda clase de ceremonias mayas. And any kind of Mayan ceremonies. Eh, porque en sí una ceremonia eh, lo que quiere decir the meaning of a ceremony es una intención it's just an intention entonces en cualquier día en cualquier momento con any, una intención se puede hacer una ceremonia any in any time with a pure intention you can make a ceremony y también en los últimos tiempos estoy dando formación a otras personas In these last years, I've been sharing the knowledge and Mayan formation for women and men, healing women and men in Mayan tradition. Los hombres mayas con conocimiento, con sabiduría. The men with Mayan knowledge and, and yeah, with Mayan knowledge. En Maya se les llama Ahmen. 
In Maya, it's called Ahmed. A las mujeres se les llama Ishmen. And the women are called Ishmen. Eh, que traducido al español. In translation. Eh, eh, quiere decir guardián del conocimiento. It means guardian of the knowledge. O guardiana del conocimiento. Mm -hmm. Same for females. Sí. I have, I have many questions. I don't like to interrupt your your language of uh, Mayan. I've been told that it's it's close to a uh, Plean language. Do you have contacts with the Pleans of uh, benevolent uh, extraterrestrials? He escuchado por otras fuentes que el lenguaje Maya se parece mucho al lenguaje Pleiadiano. ¿Usted ha escuchado sobre los Pleiades o los Pleiadianos? Eh, sí he escuchado, pero nunca he escuchado que hable un pleiadiano. <laughs> she said, uh, she's heard of pleiadians, but she never heard a pleiadian talk. <laughs> I have. Dice que and, sí. and your language is very similar. Dice que sí, and I've been, told, I've been told that if you, if you understand Maya, if, she, if you understand and speak Maya, you can understand and speak Dice que si habla, si, y... They're very close. Y entiendes maya, puedes entender el pleiadiano. En los lenguajes ancestrales eh, es un lenguaje del corazón. The ancestral, Todo es igual. The ancestral language, our language is from the heart. So if you open your heart, you can understand. Yeah. The Pleiadian uh, spoken language, most of their communication is telepathic. But the spoken uh, Pleiadian is mathematically based and musical based. Oh. Oh. So you're almost like singing. Mathematical and? It's, uh, musical based. Okay. Dice que la, el lenguaje eh, Pleiadiano es, es una lengua que fue creada matemáticamente y eh, matematic and? Musical based. Y musical. It's like, it's like someone's name it ends in an up, up note. Instead of instead of um, a person's name, it would go. El nombre de una persona es una una un sonido. Eso de hecho es desde el inicio de la creación tiene que ver con los números. Sin los números no hay creación. Since the beginning of the creation, the numbers took a big part, and there's no creation without numbers. Number is a big, big part of existence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. From my studies, there was another group. Was there another group of Mayan in in ancient history who left the planet, and some stayed, but some left? Dice que en sus estudios he escuchado que los primeros Mayas eh, de la civilización maya llegaron a un, a un momento donde decidieron unos quedarse pero otros trascendieron a otra dimensión usted ha escuchado sobre eso se habla sobre eso bueno es que es que no se habla sobre eso pero pero yo sí sé que los ancestros eh, ante, bueno los de la o, primeras civilizaciones ellos están en otra dimensión 
In the Mayan culture or Mayan knowledge is not talked about. We don't they, they don't teach you this. But she knows by heart that our first elders, our first Mayan mm -hmm. masters are in other dimensions and we can connect with them. Y los que hoy estamos eh, aquí en estos tiempos, times, nosotros no somos los que construimos las pirámides. Somos los descendientes. We are the descendants. Eh, tenemos que entender que todas las culturas, we have to understand that every culture, eh, también había eh, como escalones. There were also in all the cultures different layers or different steps. De que existe en la cultura existió los sabios. So there were like hierarchy as well. There were the wise people. Eh, agricultores. There were the agriculture. Eh, artesanos. There were the artisans. Entonces músicos. There were the musicians. Entonces cada, cada persona se dedicaba a lo que corresponde. Oh, yes. So sorry, I say hierarchy, but it's not what she was trying to say. It's like we all had a, a role and everyone was making their role as important as the other. Y nosotros ahora venimos del maíz. Somos como esa parte de de la tierra, de la agricultura y la tierra, somos los hombres del maíz. We come from the earth, we are the people from the corn. Mm -hmm. People made out of corn. Beautiful. Wow. Um, I'm sure many people have asked you this question. Seguramente mucha gente le ha preguntado esa siguiente pregunta. So I hope you don't mind if me ask, mind me Pero asking. Pero no le importa que yo la vuelva a preguntar. But the, the, the date of 2012 was famous in the, Mayan, in the Mayan calendar. El día del 2012 fue el año del 2012 fue muy conocido en todo el mundo por el calendario Maya. What was the meaning of that ¿Cuál fue, for, the, for the world? ¿Cuál fue la verdadera eh, enseñanza de, de, estos, de este año? El 2012... No se equivocaron los mayas. The 2012, the Mayans didn't mistake. De lo que de lo que se dejó escrito en las piedras. When it was written on the stones. El la gente de ahora lo. ¿Cómo se dice lo? Lo tradujo. Ah, okay. So what was written in the stones? People from now traveled, made the translation. Pero la, la traducción eh, no se sabía si era exacto o era un poquito más. But the translation, if you wouldn't know if the time was exact or a little bit er, er, mm. earlier or after. Mm -hmm. 2012, si movemos lo, los números de diferentes posiciones, también podría ser 2021. So, if we move the numbers in 2021, then you will see that it can also be 2021. Mm -hmm. Y en 2021, okay. todo mundo 
estaba en problemas de, de muerte. So in the 2021 there was a big crisis, right? Entonces, eh, el 2012 o 2021 solo es el cierre de un So the 2012 or 2021 is as simple as just closing a cycle in a calendar. Knows that every close of a, of a cycle could be a big disaster. Pero ahora estamos en un nuevo ciclo. But we are emerging and building a new cycle. Eh, donde la gente ahora está despertando más. And because of this, the people are waking up faster. Ah, okay. Ahora es la nueva oportunidad. And this is the new opportunity. En Maya decimos, tumben chulo. In Maya we say, tumben chulo. Volver a empezar. Start. Un nuevo comienzo. Un nuevo, eh, a new beginning. Have you, I'm sure you have heard of this, but do you, do you, have you heard about Shintoism in Japan? They believe a Japanese religion, ancient, says that behind each living and non-living object, there's always a spirit, including wolves have spirits too. Words? Words. Okay. Everything has a spirit. Dice que si ha escuchado la cultura ancestral de China que se llama el Shintoísmo. No. El Shintoísmo es muy parecido porque en el Japón, porque predican que, que todas las cosas vivientes o no vivientes tienen un espíritu. Inclusive las palabras tienen un espíritu. Todo tiene, para, para mi entendimiento, todo tiene un espíritu. Todo es movimiento. For my knowledge, everything has a spirit and everything has a movement. I think you would agree with that. I mean, it, it fits with your, and my, my belief system. Sí, dice que él también siente lo mismo. The world in many places is a mess today, and we're facing many challenges. But what is your view for the future of humanity? I think we're going to make it just fine and create a beautiful new society. What do you think? ¿Cuál es su pensamiento acerca de el futuro? Él personalmente piensa que tenemos un futuro brillante a, en el futuro después del caos. ¿Usted qué piensa? Eh, el futuro es algo es algo como personal. Puede ser eh, desde la familia, desde un pueblo o desde una ciudad o nación. The future is a very personal thing. Can be your own future, your family future, your community future, your nation future. Estamos en tiempos difíciles. Of course, we are in difficult times. La gente tiene que regresar al origen. The people we have to go back to the origin. De lo contrario. No se va a salvar. If we don't do this, 
there is no way we can save ourselves or the society. You said earlier that you were in a movie. Do you, do you have? We could show that movie. If you, do you do? We could show it by by phone. Dijo antes que estuvo en una película. Le gustaría mostrarnos. Bueno, he estado en varias. Okay, I've been in different movies. Este es una forma de de compartir el conocimiento. For me, it's a good way to share the knowledge. Este, bueno, lo que les comentaba hace un momento, esta es una película. What I was sharing in this movie that we're going to share with you. Que un productor mexicano. Is from a Mexican producer. Tuvo la idea de realizar. He had this idea for this movie. Esta película se llama Yakuna. This movie is named Yakuna. Este, bueno, lo pueden buscar en el internet. You can look for it in internet. Eh, el mensaje de la película. The message of the movie. Es amor a la vida. Is love for life. Eh, rescatar los conocimientos. Gain back the knowledge. Sobre las plantas medicinales. From the medicinal plants. Beautiful. Well, I have a little clip now. Thank you. Nos pudiera poner un poquito su clip y lo... Y para... Bueno, para dar créditos, el productor se llama... Se llama Eustaquio Martínez del Río. To give credit to this great producer, his name is Eustaquio Martínez. Martínez. Martínez del Río. Del Río. Okay, good. Eh, la primera actriz eh, se llama Denise Monte. The first actress is named Denise Monte. Eh, yo soy la co-protagonista, o sea, la segunda actriz. I am the co-protagonist of the movie. It's taking a little bit. That's fine, that's fine. How long, how long have you been doing your spiritual work? Your entire life? ¿Cuántos años que usted lleva con su trabajo espiritual o ha sido toda su vida? Ha sido de nacimiento. I had it from the, from I was born. Oh, how, how lovely. Wow. Eh, por un tiempo eh, me dediqué a hacer otras cosas. For a little while I, I made myself do different things. Eh, porque todavía no me quedaba claro el camino. I didn't have very clear my path when I was younger. Y también quería conocer el mundo de, de la gente de la ciudad. And I also wanted to know the city. Mm -hmm. eh, cuando yo llegué en la ciudad de Cancún. When I was eh, first in the city of Cancún. Yo tenía 18 años. I was 18 years old. Pero no hablaba español. But I didn't speak Spanish. Y no conocía cómo vive la ciudad, la gente de la ciudad. And I didn't know nothing about the city. Entonces, entonces fue un choque cultural. It was a very strong shock of culture. Cultural. Pero me adapté muy rápido. But I get used to very fast. Me adapté. Aprendí a hablar español. I learned very fast to speak Spanish. 
que después me hice locutora, tenía que hablar muy bien español para hacerme locutora. <laughs> and they offered me to be the radio station locutor, is the name? Okay. Locutor? Uh, uh, radio, radio syndicated program. Okay, uh -huh. and so she said yes, and she made a big effort to learn Spanish very well. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. What is the what 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 station are you on, or what's the website so people can listen? ¿Cómo se llama la estación? Estuve en una de las estaciones en su tiempo más importantes de la ciudad que se llama Radio Turquesa. It was called Radio Turquesa, and now she's not there anymore, but it was in that time the most important radio station. In the city. Wow, wonderful. Could you spell that for me, please, if I wanted to look at that? CSR. Okay, I'll ever it. Thank you. So, the video is not coming, but maybe I can share it with you and you share it. Yes, of course. That'd be fine. Yeah, I can put that on. Then I can share it. Yeah, that'd be fine. Y así también estuve en otras radios, en diferentes radios de la ciudad en momento. It's 100% for the spiritual. Oh, wow, that's great. That's great. Was this station in Cancun or? Sí. Okay, great. Pero cuando me invita en ocasiones como hoy, este, cuando tengo el tiempo, me gusta participar. When I have a time, I am very glad to participate. I like. He tenido participación en National Geographic. I've been with the National Geographic, oh. History Channel, History Channel, TV Puerto Rico, TV Puerto Rico, um, y todas las televisoras locales. And all the local TV. Mm -hmm. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, tell me, let's say someone walked up to you on the street and said, um, I've heard about your beautiful work, but I'm only one person. How can I make a difference in making the world a better place? Si alguien llega a la calle con usted y le dice, ay, mucho gusto, Marico, vaya a usted. Díganme usted cómo puedo yo, como una persona, solo una persona, hacer una diferencia. O sea, yo solito hacer una diferencia en el mundo. ¿Qué le diría? Regresar al origen. Go back to the origin. Go back to what? To the origin. Okay. And as Professor Einstein has said, love is the most powerful and important force in the universe, so we need to spread more love around. Einstein decía que lo más importante, lo más fuerte en el universo es el amor. Lo mismo creemos, el amor incondicional. That's what we believe as well, unconditional love. That's the reason. That's right. Do you have a website or how people can reach you? Tiene algún lugar donde la gente la pueda contactar? Solo en el Facebook. En su Facebook. Maricoba. Okay, how do you spell that? M-A-R-Y. En space. 
C-O-B-A. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Any any final words of wisdom? About the eating, well eating. Que, que las personas se den a la tarea de conocer eh, todo lo que se produce en su comunidad. So every people, every person has the homework to investigate what is the local produce of y, their community. And try to consume as closest to your city or community that you can, from the producers closer to your city or in your city. El alimento para el cuerpo debe de ser natural. The, the food for your body should be as natural as you can. Todo lo que ya trae un plástico. Everything that is on a plastic. Un empaque. Yes, a lata. Can. No es natural. It's not natural, even if it says organic. Ahora nos dice muchas mentiras. They tell us lies. Nos venden productos envasados con un letrero que dice 100% natural. There are kinds that says 100% Mentira. nature. This is eh, not true. Natural es sacar de la tierra el camote, la yuca, el, los pepinos. Natural is to get, that it must get directly from the earth to your plate with no eh, transition. Y que... Y que las familias regresen al fuego sagrado. And the most important, also one of the most important thing is as family come back a sacred fire to the sacred fire. Cocine la comida en el fuego sagrado. Cook your food on the sacred fire. Las abuelas dicen que la comida y el fuego sagrado nos alimenta también el espíritu. The grandmother say that the food done in a sacred fire will also feed your spirit. No solo es comer cualquier cosa. It's not only eat whatever you can eh, También se le podría decir una alimentación consciente. Can also be named as conscious eating. Si las personas dejan de comer todo lo que es artificial. If we all stop eating everything that is artificial. Se va a solucionar muchos problemas de salud. We can fix many problems of health. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Well, it's been such an honor to talk to you today. And I want to thank you so much for joining me today. And sometime I'd love to have you back on my show anytime in the future. Me gusta, muchísimas gracias por estar con nosotros hoy. Me ha gustado mucho los temas, ha sido un honor. Y me encantaría cuando usted guste volver al programa, siempre puede regresar. Muchas gracias, les agradezco. Y que, y que el corazón del cielo y de la tierra nos dé hoy su bendición. Thank everyone, and so the heart of the skies and heart of the earth always give all of us their, their 
their blessing. Could I ask one more thing? Could you say in Mayan, I love you? Can you say in Maya, I love you? Okay, I think that's a good way to end the show. Pero si se lo va a decir a otra persona, entonces dice, Inyabiltech. Y cuando se lo dice a alguien, le va a decir, Inyabiltech. En inglés. Ah, y cuando yo lo say to someone else, you say, Inyabiltech. 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 If you happen to run into any Pleiadians tonight or today, be sure to put your hand on your on your heart and say that because they communicate. That's how they shake hands. They put their hand on their heart like this. Or Telosians use two hands and say that, and they'll understand what you're saying. Dice que si en algún momento en sus visiones y meditaciones llega una persona de Pleiades, que solamente le diga esa palabra porque es un puro amor con su mano en el corazón. Muy bien. Thank you. Hello friends, this is Ted from Out of This World Radio and I have a fantastic and very interesting guest today named Ken, who's a Mayan Shaw woman. Ken, why don't you say a few words to my audience? Please go ahead and say, introduce yourself. Hello everyone, I am Ken. I, uh, I consider myself only a future optimist and a visionary. And today I would like to share with you um, a little philosophy that the original First Nations are bringing back to the world which is the concept of sumakasai, um, the good living, which um, this term comes specifically from the Keros people and um, Incas people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fascinating. Well, what an honor, great honor to have you it's with nice. me today. It really is. I know my, you, my audience will really love, love what you have to say. A little bit of history. I had a life in, in among the Inca before. I also had a life in Atlantis as well. And the Inca actually are from the Incal, I-N-C-A-A-L, who were a group of people in Atlantis who escaped Atlantis when that civilization blew itself up. So I have ties to, to, to the Inca, and I'm so glad you could share this information today. A lot of people know that the world is a mess, and they're looking for better ways to make us make it a better and happier world. So this is perfect. So please, uh, please continue. Sure. So first I want to say I am... Uh, passionate about this theme. I really think it's uh, one of the new ways that we will incorporate, but I want to also say that I am not a scholar on it. So um, I'm going to share my optimistic about it and the why I know. So the, to start, I want to share um, the word, the concept sumakausai, it's in Quechua language. And it's translated literally, literally as the Pacific life, the Pacific life. But now the concept is shared to the world as the good living, el buen vivir. 
It's a whole philosophy that actually Ecuador and Bolivia government are bringing strong to the UN and as a fight back to the old capitalism. Mm -hmm. So the capitalism, it's capital center. Mm -hmm. The socialism is human center, mm -hmm. but the Sumatal side is life center. So it's a philosophy of all the First Nations. Also, I'm gonna, instead of saying indigenous towns, people, gonna always say First Nations, Pueblos Originarios, because that's how we self-proclaim ourselves now as a council of First Nations, because indigenous is a Colombian word, a pre-colo, it's a, a conquer word, comes from India. Mm -hmm. We weren't from India. When the people arrived in America, they thought it was India. That's right. So that's why now as a basis, they call all the native First Nations of the world, they call it indigenous people. Oh, yes. But it's just a white, um, uh, how to call ourselves. But we, we as a council, if we need to uh, unify ourselves, then we'll call First Nations. So just I wanted to say that, First Nations. If you listen to me say First Nations, I'm saying Indigenous. In Canada, they refer to Native peoples as First Nations. For, yeah, exactly. And it was, it was started a, it from, from Canada and the yeah. United States Council. Right, yeah, that's that's a very good way to do it. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, I just wanted to say that. Um, so the Sumacausai, it's brought from uh, Bolivia and Ecuador now to the world. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it's a deep philosophy that it's uh, also unifying new ideas as the um, profound ecology, it's also coming like a um, Buddhist economy, a social economy, um, but it's centered in the philosophies of the First Nations. Um, so the the let's remember the all the Abiyala now called America. We were all one nation, right? Mm -hmm. It is say that it's maybe started with the with in, in the south more like a, like you say the Incas the Incas mm -hmm. and we were once and we spread through all the continent mm -hmm. up north to south so if we go to the philosophies of each now say countries or nations it will be different names like Sumatau side the good living in the Tojolabal people from Mexico will be Lekilaltik uh, which is also the good life. And it, for the settled people as well will be Lekil Kushlelihal is also the same principles. And for the Masawa people will be Jagnemilis. Hmm. And it's the same. So um so this it's it's a center on we are all Brothers and sisters, all minerals, all life forms, all animals were brothers and sisters on the Mother Earth and the Pachamama. We all drink from the same milk, that is the water. Mm -hmm. And we are all equally important, mm -hmm. right? So now the social, the social, the so our society, it's capital center and everything's worth money and time and everything's that's that's the goal but we are that's not getting us anywhere we all know that so our destructive path 
Yeah. So I want to share these 13 values of the Sumakao side. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, you know, 13 is a very special number for, mm-hmm. for also for the First Nations and for mm-hmm. numerology. And, and it's 13, a simple, simple, but very profound uh, values. So mm-hmm. I'm going to call them in Quechua. I am not Quechua, so maybe my pronunciation is not the best. That's okay. So the oh, first... No, p- p- pardon me, mm-hmm. but to explain to my listeners, Quechua is what the Inca speak still today in Peru. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's continue. Yeah. So um, also I want to share that it was uh, saved from the Queros people. And the Queros people were uh, people from the sun. They were hiding in the mountains. They were never conquered. They were never visited from the conquer conquerors. Mm-hmm. But they decided from a prophecy to come down on the, I believe, in the 80s. To come down to 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 Peru, and that's yeah. how all these prophecies and knowledge is bringing back. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It was safe and non-touched. Uh-huh. So the sumac, the one, the first value, <coughs> it's the sumamank anya, which means well eating, <coughs> but it's way beyond well eating. Of course, it's a science of uh-huh. what we eat, when we eat it. Uh-huh how we eat it and that's a big revolution only what but what planting our own food and eating as healthy as we can that's a big revolution against Mm -hmm. the capitalism right Mm -hmm. but also it's in a deeper sense remember the first nations always deeper and it's how how we give back how we feed the elements Mm -hmm. how we feed the earth Mm -hmm. um if we translate it in our urban life in our business life how we're giving back are we are we giving back as much as we're taking? Mm-hmm. Are we making ceremony? Are we asking permission to the land, to the mm-hmm. spirits? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I find that very beautiful. That's why it's the first one, I guess, mm-hmm. because the most important, right, is mm-hmm. the, the food and right. in all the realms, the mm-hmm. spiritual, how we nourish ourselves and how we nourish our land, how we nourish Mm-hmm. between each other it can mm-hmm. go super deep like we can see it in the relationships right. we can see it from in many different realms mm-hmm. we can see um, to mark the good eating well eating in mm-hmm. different parts mm-hmm. in different ways mm-hmm. the second will be suma umanya mm-hmm. which is good drinking mm-hmm. wise drinking mm-hmm. wise eating first wise drinking so as we know water is one of the most important and we share with all the living forms and for the first nations from all of us it's the 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 action of drinking water is super sacred and we also always share it first to the mother earth and to the ancestors we get water then we drink ourselves and it's also it's about learning the ways of water learning to flow learning to to take care of our own waters take care of our family water take care of our in the city in the urban city in the urban life our colleagues and mm-hmm. um, the waters of course are the emotions as mm-hmm. well but also mm-hmm. in our urban life how are we managing water how mm-hmm. are we honoring water 
Mm-hmm. Like, are we still doing the old way? I mean, I still do it in my urban house, but I, I, I wish this year I'm gonna stop. But are, are we doing composting toilets, or are we still flushing our human waste to the water? Like, sure. that's the most unreasonable thing ever, you know. Mm-hmm. But we all do it. Right. So this this new concept, old concepts, to we can again bring back and and consider and it's not so difficult to change Mm -hmm. right with all this and the second one it will be suma toponya which is the wise dancing i love this one Mm -hmm. wise dancing that it it it's directed mostly to the um, uh how do you call in in english will be a cosmic theologic is it a word cosmic cosmothallergic Tallurgic? Uh-huh. Is it a word in English? I am. There's cosmology. Um, and t- tallurgic is like the energy of the earth, tallurgia. Okay. Uh, how do you say? Okay. I'm not sure. I'm not Okay. Well, I will just explain. It's just the, ener- the, energy, of the, the energy of the earth in uh-huh. regardless with the energy of the cosmos. Okay. Yeah. So for us in the, in the, in the first nations, we always had a very precise um, calendars. Mm-hmm. Any First Nation will have the precise calendars that will be synchronized with the Earth and with the cosmic movement. Now, with the Gregorian time, we are very out of balance, right? Mm-hmm. With the nature, with the cosmic uh, movements. Mm-hmm. But um, so one of the proposals as well is to use our First Nations um, great calendars. I mean, it said the Mayan calendar. It's way precisely than anything is mm-hmm. proven. So mm-hmm. the invitation is to start mm-hmm. learning, start using them um, to prepare our own lives, our business life as well. And our, for our First Nations dance, what's something super sacred. Mm-hmm. And for the, in Mexico, there's the Conchero dance. Mm-hmm. It's the dance that was preserved with a... Um, mixed with the Catholicism and, and native uh, science. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just to preserve it, we had to mix it a little bit, but the, the, the technology is 100% preserved. And in the steps, we activate codes in our light bodies, in the earth, and it's high magic. Oh, wow. And it's, it, all the nation has it. Mm-hmm. Every nation in the world, has their own dance, and we all know that's magic. Mm-hmm. It looks mm-hmm. nice, but it, when you dance it, it's, oh, this has mm-hmm. power. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, mm-hmm. That's interesting you bring that up, because in Sedona, where I've been before in Arizona, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful place, but I'm told by local Native Americans that the Native Americans used to do dances at the bottom of various sacred spots, mm-hmm. like Bell Tower, sure. for example, but they're all gone now. Mm. And they don't do any 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 dances, and none of that energy is anchored to the earth, mm. which is unfortunate because mm. the newcomers who came in and took over the lands don't know anything about it. And I think that's true for many many sacred areas in in the world is that the indigenous cultures unfortunately have been wiped out, and that sacred knowledge of doing those sacred dancers has been lost. Now you've been able to reclaim it, and the Mayan culture has been able to reclaim uh, it, but other places they don't have any idea. I mean, yeah, it's unfortunate. So yeah. Arizona was part of Mexico? 
no, it, well, it was just, it's just north of Mexico. But it was uh, part of Mexico, right? At one time, yeah. Okay, so it might be a good idea to go dance there because um, the the Mexica or Metolteca Maya dance is yeah. preserved. It's the oldest dance in all the Abiyala and all the known whole America. Uh -huh. So it's the same codes. Really? So it would be nice wow, to go that there. That would be great. Yeah, thank you. Do I, the perhaps I will next yeah. time I'm there. Yeah. 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 Okay, so um, I want to keep sharing about this 13 beautiful. Mm -hmm. So after the wise dancing, it's wise sleeping. Because we, our first nations were scientists. Mm. Is everything was a science. Mm -hmm. So the science of sleeping, like, you know, like the Vedas has the science of sleep. Mm -hmm. The Tibetan right. has the science of sleep. Right. And in, in, in here, in the, in the Abhyayala, if, of course, there's a science of flip as well. Mm -hmm. And that's what's, that's one of the most attacked things of capitalism. You know, capitalism, it's a very genius, uh, black genius, uh, form, you know, like mm -hmm. they really knew how to right. attack all our things that kept us in a good way. Right. So the wise, Sleeping was super important as well as the fourth one, so it's one of the main. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. so it it there's um, even science. I don't know if you read any book of Castaneda. I have. Yeah. Yes. So in one of the El Arte de Ensoñar, mm -hmm. the art of of awake dreaming, right? Oh, right. Mm -hmm. And in uh, in in his teachings, I'm not sure even in one of the books, but in his teachings and in his teachings comes from the Toltec, from the Mexica, Mexican right. magic. Right. That one of the of the teachings is how to build your house, how to build your rooms. Mm -hmm. So it's a specific, like like a feng shui, you know, but from mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. So it's very well for you to rest, for you to meditate, for you to connect, mm -hmm. for you to connect to other worlds. Mm -hmm. But the sleeping, as you know, is super important because that's also how we recharge but it's also how we connect to higher realms right mm -hmm. so the wise dreaming the wise sleeping is one of the most important and is one of the most attack in this society because we have to be productive and sleeping and resting is not a chance you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so the fifth up one is suma irnanya which is learning how to work and by learning how to work, it's also learning how to rest. Mm -hmm. And in this society, you think about work and most of the society, what we think? Oppression, no? Because we yeah. forgot that our work is our mission. Mm -hmm. You do your mission. Mm -hmm. There's some people now, thanks God, most people are searching their mission. Mm -hmm. New generations want to do what they love. Right. But for some decades... Mm -hmm. was more like just products products have to mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so people were not working to live to right. live a full life right we were just working for living not living for we were living for working right right it was there was a dichotomy between work and leisure yeah where people worked to in order to have leisure yeah exactly silly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so for the first nations for the sumacasa would be this a very important as well with joyfulness with mission with mm -hmm. power mm -hmm. and in the toltec tradition I, when i say toltec i want to say is the magic knowledge of all mexico 
Mm -hmm. it, we don't, it's not Maya or Mexica or, or, or Mixteco or exactly. different. It's mm -hmm. like we all had the same basic. Many, maybe in the, in the um, medicine wheel, we will have from Mayan to Mexica different colors, but at the end, it's the same knowledge and the same magic, okay. right? right? So that's mm -hmm. the Toltec, mm -hmm. the Toltec. So for the, for the Toltec, like, let's say in, in the center of Mexico, the Mexica, the Aztecs, um, before, it is known that it was such perfect everything working because they in like in the calendars there was time time for for rest time for work time for do the the streets time for do the guard the food and all had time for arts mm -hmm. all in the calendar hearts it's times but also when you were first born what will do? Like all the First Nations, they will check your chart. Mm -hmm. And you will do what you came here to do. Mm -hmm. And if you were a shaman, then from little age, you will train to be a shaman. If you were a good uh, agro uh, agronomist, then you will be taught to how to plant. Mm -hmm. And if you were an artist, then you will be taught to how to be an artist. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't be a mistake because they with soul-to-soul connection and the people will love it. Mm -hmm. So it was all all in um, harmony, right? Mm -hmm. Harmony. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so gaining our, our back our power of mission mm -hmm. and to be joyful in what to, we bring to earth. That's very important and that's very revolutionary. Mm -hmm. Right? Beautiful concepts. See, si, I love them. Yeah. Suma Lupina mm -hmm. is knowing how to wise meditate. Mm -hmm. Wise meditate is just translated as wise meditation. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. It's simple, right? Mm -hmm. All of them are super simple, but if we integrate those 13, a whole new society can be born, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Meditating, I don't have to say much about it. Like no, we don't. Mm -hmm. What is killing us today mostly in our society? Materialism, the, the pursuit of money as a means and an end which people mistakenly believe that it brings happiness. You have to pay your bills, but beyond that, if you're not happy with what you're doing, it can lead to destruction. Yeah. And a, and a meaningless life that's at the end, you wonder why you why you did what you did. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that translates in the statistics, like even the doctor says it, say it, say, say it. Like in the statistic, number one cause of that is stress. Because from stress, stress yeah. it comes all the all the disease. Right. But the number one exactly. is the stress. That's right. Mm -hmm. Right. So what does a meditation do? Only one minute a day. Uh -huh. It just re rewires your stress. It brings it to There's, zero every day. There was a hospital I visited a couple of years ago in uh, in Rajasthan in India. Mm. And it's called the Brahma Kumari Hospital. Mm. And what they did is every um uh, every hour they would have three minutes of meditation mm. throughout the whole hospital where everyone at the every hospital, hour. every hour was supposed to meditate for three minutes Imagine. and they would, they would play meditation music. I mean, it was incredible and they had an ex incredible success rate for helping actually curing and helping people with different diseases. So I, I believe that, it's the future and we're not far from it. No, we're not. Science is making huge 
Can, huge uh, yeah, right. confirmations of what we right. knew before. That's so right. new society is coming and we're not far from it. That's right. That's I beautiful. Agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. We're going to see that in all the hospitals soon. Mm-hmm. So bet. Mm-hmm. And the next one, it's wise thinking. Mm-hmm. Super simple, but we don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the sure. principle of this is wise thinking. It's in the end, the Quechua people will say, follow your heart, but never live down your reason. Hmm. Could you explain that further? further? Follow your heart, I understand. Follow your heart, follow what you but don't leave the reason behind. Like, follow your heart, but uh-huh. think also. Like, follow your heart, but it's uh, like, if I'm like a cartoonist, you know, like if you, I see like, a, you follow your heart and it, I, I see like, I don't know, you could do silly stuff and sometimes mm-hmm. you just follow your heart. Mm-hmm. You can also always um, or the other the other way i can see about is the unification of heart and mind portal or the unification of the indigenous knowledge which should be heart and the technologies of 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 the occidental world mm-hmm. together no mm-hmm. heart and wise thinking uh, another way i think it can Merge is um, use your intuition. Mm-hmm. That intuition is, I think, intuition is the most aligned in between mind and heart, because mm-hmm. it's not depending on how you call the mind, but right. like mm-hmm. re- reason, like um, how do you call in in Vedic in Sanskrit is like buddhi. It's like the intellect. Mm-hmm. It's not your mind. It's like the way to discern, you know, discern mm-hmm. intellect. Mm-hmm. It's not just like mm-hmm. the mind. It's mm-hmm. just also like these mm-hmm. high mm-hmm. values of reasoning mm-hmm. and discerning mm-hmm. with the heart, but discern. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Makes sense? Yeah, it makes sense. See, yeah, it makes sense. This, Thank this, you for sharing. Yeah. Um, the next one, it's, it's beautiful. It's Suma Munanya Munaya Sinya, hmm. and that means learn to love and be loved. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, hmm. And that's another revolutionary end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, right? Yeah. yeah, learn to love and be loved. Okay, because in this society, mm-hmm. what it taught to almost all human beings, well, right now is changing, but few uh, one decade ago my generation still, mm-hmm. was like, don't love yourself, no? Don't love yourself, uh, put your, put everyone before you also, or, or all everything for you, mm-hmm. but the reciprocity is not taught. It wasn't taught, now it's more taught a little mm-hmm. bit, but mm-hmm. loved and be loved. Mm-hmm. It's super simple, but it's super revolutionary because if I love myself mm-hmm. first, well, Everything else will is, flow. From yeah. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I think also to receive, and I'm open to receive as well mm-hmm. from the universe. Sometimes the universe is there waiting for us mm-hmm. to just say what we want, mm-hmm. but we don't even know or mm-hmm. know how to ask, or we don't know how to receive. And they're giving us the gifts, and maybe the gifts are right in front of us, but we're so taught not to. to we're taught to make ourselves little. We're taught to 
to not ask what we need, what we're, what we're feeling mm -hmm. or just to say, like even my parents, I tell my parents to tell, I love you because in their generation, mm -hmm. they couldn't say, I love you, you know, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. so yeah, it's as revolutionaries goes beyond mm -hmm. words. It's mm -hmm. like open to receive and give true love. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. It's a beyond human love is, you know it. I know you all get deeper. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's the respect through all existence and exchange and the reciprocity in all life forms, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. This, this, the next one, the ninth one is Suma East Anya. It's learn how to listen. And of course, as I say, it's in all realms. Okay. In society between us, to learn how to listen to each other, which normally mm -hmm. we don't do. Mm -hmm. We listen ourselves, our body, sometimes we don't. But also how listen to the places, mm -hmm. listen what what okay, does this place need this shopping mall? Mm -hmm. Listen, listen to the mm -hmm. trees, listen mm -hmm. to the birds. Mm -hmm. Maybe here it does. Maybe yeah. here it sure. doesn't. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does this sure. city needs more people? Does mm -hmm. this city learn to listen? <clears throat> we want always to do our will, mm -hmm. but listening is just observing. Oh, I want to have my house beside that river. Okay. Does that river want a house there or would you have a flooded house or village every time? Mm -hmm. That's how to learn how to listen sure. as well, to listen with your eyes, to see mm -hmm. how they the the landscape is talking to us and if mm -hmm. we can have a city there or mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. if it's just the nature mm -hmm. way that it will get flooded every time sure right there's well, many true. parts yeah. we can have a city mm -hmm. or maybe that's not a specific that place mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the the 10th one is suma uruks uruskipanya it's talking well mm -hmm. and that's very important mm -hmm. and I want to say in our, in our traditions in the Mexico, mm -hmm. the okay. Toltec uh, mm -hmm. traditions will be, there will be a specific person, mm -hmm. a specific warrior mm -hmm. would be the hummingbird warrior. Mm. Oh, really? Okay. The hummingbird warrior will, will be one of the highest hierarchy, hierarchy mm -hmm. because he had self, he had mastered all the ways he had mastered the fighting, he had mastered um, the psychic, but he had mastered the words. Mm -hmm. So before he was like the diplomat as well. Mm -hmm. Before wars, before anything, he will come and like we need this, we did, we'll try. They mm -hmm. will try to um, make agreements and talk very good, but. It's, it's not our way of thinking of right now. Like mm -hmm. maybe other countries go and politically mm -hmm. wanna, oh, I want your river, or I want your gasoline, or I want mm -hmm. things like this. It was more in a, in a harmonic way. Like this is more harmonic. Mm -hmm. And they, it was a very high level of being to be able to express. But it was not only, of course, for, mm -hmm for trying to make agreements with other nations, but also it was a, a person that could, the speech was flower speech. That's how they call flower speech. Lenguaje florido, flower speech. So all the speech, knowing that everything that you think and say 
will resonate in the universe and that anything that you can, mm -hmm. that you say you cannot take it back, mm -hmm. you will always have a reciprocity and action. Mm -hmm. So like wise speaking. Mm -hmm. And that relates to yourself because mm -hmm. not always you mm -hmm. need to utter, utter, or speak. Speak, yeah. To also follow to, your heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And wise dreaming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Collective dreaming is super mm -hmm. important mm -hmm. because if we collectively change we are, are in this reality mm -hmm. because we are all creating it right mm -hmm. we right. are all in an agreement mm -hmm. and we know our our ancestors were super powerful mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and by collective agreements and a collective vision they shifted mm -hmm. things and we still do right. so we have to remember that and mm -hmm. that will be that is going to be the most important thing we're going to do as a society. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. And that's it. also the Vedic says, you know, like we are, if we are the same thought, the same, like then, yeah. How do mm -hmm. we say Like mm -hmm. you shift mm -hmm. the realities mm -hmm. sure. by collect mm -hmm. dreaming, collect mm -hmm. thinking, collect envisioning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's how we create new things. Mm -hmm. And the the twelfth one is uh, Suma Sarna Kanya, which is know how to walk. And that is super deep. It's super simple, but it's super deep. Know how to walk. How when we walk, what we do? We walk. We walk forward. As humans, we walk forward. If we play, we we go backwards. But normally, to go somewhere, we go forward. And while we walk, we're leaving steps, right? Mm -hmm. So in every step, we have to know. Every step mm -hmm. is making an impact. Mm -hmm. If even like the ecologists know, like when you go to these jungles, they even have a name. Like make the less impact. See where you're stepping. But in an energetical way, in a philosophical way, right. every step right. you're leaving something behind. Mm -hmm. And every step you're or planting or destructing, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So how are we walking towards the future? What are we leaving behind? Mm -hmm. What are we leaving around us in the wise walking? Mm -hmm. Super simple but super deep, right? That's true. What yeah. do you think? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you have and, to be conscious of your choices. Yeah, and right. the the last one, um, it's suma churanya, suma katunya, suma katukanya, mm -hmm. which is very simple. Is the reciprocity is wise giving, wise receiving, mm -hmm. wise giving, wise receiving, mm -hmm. wise giving, wise receiving. Mm -hmm. But that's it sounds so simple, but in our capital mind, mm -hmm. we just take. Right. We just Not take. Giving. Yeah. We right. just take. Mm -hmm. We just take. Right. It will be so easy. Like it's really all these thirteen invitations are so simple. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. really are so simple. Mm -hmm. It's simple. Yeah, right. The invitation of the First Nations is the simple living. We don't need nothing much. 
-hmm. how we live for ages, how we live for hundreds and thousands of right. millions of years. Millions of years, yeah. We don't need much. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have everything. Like, we've done it, so we're going to be back, but of course, with also merging new ways. Mm -hmm. We had to leave this era, of course. Mm -hmm. It had to be, so we learned new things, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, reciprocity. What are why is taking, why is giving? I take, I give. Mm -hmm. I give, I take. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Hopi Indians have a rock called Prophecy Rock on the reservation. Mm -hmm. Have you heard about it? I can tell you briefly. Tell me. It's really interesting. It's a huge rock. It's 4,000 years old. And there's two lines on the rock. The first line goes straight across. And it, then it zigzags up at a 45-degree angle keeps going seesaw and then stops at a fifth box just before a fifth line and then and then there's another line beneath that that goes along straight and it goes around the rock forever and the meaning of that is that if we live in peace and harmony with each other and the planet we can continue living on this planet for as long as we want however the first line, on top of that, if we continue to fight and have wars and are materialistic and don't care about each other um, and only care about ourselves selfishly without any love from Mother Earth, we're going to reach a point and then destroy ourselves. And there are, it's divided into several different boxes. And the third box is where we are now. And this Earth is splitting, I think, into two different lines one of people who want to live in harmony with Mother Earth with peace and mm -hmm. compassion like you, you do and I do. And then others who are service to self and want to destroy the world with wars and conflict. Mm -hmm. And they're going to reach a certain level and then destroy themselves. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is that there's five boxes. And I think the five boxes correspond to different dimensions. And just before we, we go into the fifth dimension, mm -hmm. The ones destroying this planet will build themselves up and they will not be part of this earth any longer. Mm. But it's called Prophecy Rock. Mm. And it's on the Hopi Reservation. Amazing. I've been there. Have yeah. you heard about the Hopi people? What they say is that they came from Peru and they took it took them 33,000 years to walk all the way where they are now and really? become the Hopis. But they came down 33,000 years ago from Peru. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. I hope you other yeah. told me that. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. See. That's beautiful. See. Wow. See. Remember the name of the Hopi elder who told you? See. Yeah. Okay. His name is. Oh, let me. I cannot remember. That's okay. I will tell you in a second. You you, can, yeah, my yeah. brain will That's all right. get it. That's all right. It's late. But so. anyway, this is really interesting. Which, and I think people, as, as they learn to love Mother We'll, we'll look to you and other shaman, shaw women, uh, spiritual leaders of, of indigenous uh, native First Nations peoples for guidance, because the old ways of doing things simply are not working and they're destroying this planet and they're going to lead to our total destruction. You know, um, the current forces in the United States government, nobody likes them. Nobody agrees with their policies. It's very top down. They're not going to succeed, but 
And I think for that reason, indigenous peoples, First Nations peoples will become very important to the future of a good future. For it's the, the way. It's the way. It is absolutely the way of the future. Yeah. Merging with the new technologies in Prague, Mother Earth. Right, exactly. Uh-huh, right. right. And that's the rainbow exactly. prophecy and the eagle and the condor and Quetzal prophecy. Is that? Oh, that's right. That's right. Also, I remember the same as um, we were talking, mm -hmm. the good living. Mm -hmm. It's also for Africa, it says the Ubuntu from the South Africa. Oh, yeah, Ubuntu, yeah, yeah. It's the same principle. Right. Um, what's his name? Michael Tellinger talks about Ubuntu. Mm -hmm. uh, sharing your wealth. Yeah. yeah. And it's a deep philosophy as well. I, am, right. I don't have all of it. Uh -huh. But it's also deep, and mm -hmm. uh, what we share right now is just 13 principles. It also is a whole cosmovision that mm -hmm. I don't know, but mm -hmm. what I'm learning, I also mm -hmm. want to share. I am not a Mayan shaman, I am an apprentice, um, I'm, I'm just a visionary and a future optimist. Well, I'm I learning, I consider you a shaman. Oh, uh, thank you. So, anyway, that's just me because so, <laughs> you have a lot of that's a hunter, yeah, <laughs> coming from a Great healer. Oh, well, thank you. That's mm. very kind of you. Thank you so much. In, in your culture, yes. when you've talked to Mayan people in Mayan villages, um, are they able, do they have ancient knowledge? Were they able to preserve at least some of it? For sure. Okay. It is more, it's always alive. Okay. It's 100% life. What happens, You. it's very difficult to reach because, of course, as we know, it all the knowledge was burned. People was burned. Yeah, People was uh, horribly massacred right. and put into fear. Right. But our elders were powerful and they kept it in the houses. Uh -huh. They learned how to disguise it in your normal daylight. Right. And there were gardens of the tradition that since the beginning, they were told like entrained and mm -hmm. they will pass it. How do you say into mouth? A oral tradition. Oral tradition. Right. Exactly. Oral tradition. Okay. oral tradition, very well kept. And as I was saying, that's in the Mayan oral tradition, but of the healing, it's preserved. The, the, the psychic ways are preserved. The well, thing is that it's difficult, let's say, for someone like me that was raised on a city with a Catholic, a, a family and the the, the, mm -hmm. the the Mayan lineage of thinking was broken because mm -hmm. my blood is fully Mayan, but mm -hmm. generations of control, like my the grandmother of my mother was the healer of our village, mm -hmm. but she had to wear like normal dresses on top in which in under she would her wear her traditional. I see. And when let's say when the um, when the army came to the village and the new ways in the hospital, she was even ashamed to be a healer and a and a, really? and the matron, oh. the one that receiving uh -huh. the babies. She received the babies for generations. She healed the people for generations, uh -huh. but they were told, and she was ashamed because they she, they prepared her like you were, you you are killing your people. You're not huh. wise. You mm -hmm. you you're like you know yeah right. White minded like he is like mm -hmm. a, that's rubbish. And right. This this is right. the correct way. Right. Well, they still do that today in the villages. For don't sure. They? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah yeah. 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 So even though these old indigenous ways 
often hold the key to real cures yes. and real healing. Yes. That big pharma in Western medicine doesn't help anything except makes these companies rich. Of course, but so. in the, there's a lot of, like my, where we are from, my family where we are from, it's a very colonized place. But there's so many villages that work almost in touch. And in the in the language, in the, so there's a lot of preservation, a lot of preservation. And the new kids are born, getting born with. I want to keep my tradition. Many kids are gaining back the power, going to the elders, and and studying. The universities are bringing it back, and and it's it's a new renaissance of. The healers in the Mayan part, because but in the in the center, it was very well kept with the with the tradition of the dance. I see because it is in the shans they kept it so beautifully. Mm-hmm. Before in the coats, you're dancing and you're receiving the coats, and I have changed since I started the dance. I have mm-hmm. changed how the way to receive information mm-hmm. and all this, but also in the ceremonies. It's all the information. When you're singing, they're telling you the tradition. Mm-hmm. And there's also a big movement of recovering and the people that were holding the tradition now they're out and they're sharing it to everyone. Right, right. So yeah, it's still alive, but it's not as let's say bad as you can go to universities easily by books. It's a right. bit more difficult. Right, interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think your knowledge and your efforts to bring this knowledge back or really will help not only your your culture but also the world as well because people are looking for ways for um for getting for loving mother nature rather than destroying it the old ways are dying yeah you know the old ways are dying um the uh fake u.s government is dying um you know they're they're a bunch of well i'm not going to get too much into that but they're part of the old system now that's dying it's old uh, it's old, and they're doing everything they can to destroy that great country. Um, did you know, um, I recently heard, at the current rate, between the next five to eight years, the standard of living in Mexico will surpass the United States and Canada. They'll have a higher standard of living based upon life expectancy, educational systems, medical systems, mm. uh, employment, all kinds of things, because Mexico never did take the jab. Never did, and they have they have freedom in Mexico. We don't have freedom in the United States and Canada, other countries. You know, the freedom we did have is gone, pretty much gone. It's been taken away, and so it's something worth thinking about. Anyway, I know we're not here to talk about that, but but we are here to talk about making this world a better place. And your um, work in bringing back this beautiful ancient knowledge. I mean, the Mayan culture itself is thousands and thousands of years old, isn't it? Hello, friends. Uh, this is the second part of my fabulous interview with Kim, wonderful Mayan shaw uh, woman, and uh, we've got a lot more topics to co- uh, to cover right now. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you is that um, let's talk about Jesus and then uh, um, Pancha Villa. I think that would be fascinating for uh, my listeners. So let's go to Jesus first. Um, I ran across a book uh, two months ago where uh, Jesus had had uh, spent time in Mexico. 
Yes, he is. Among other places, but he had spent time among the Maya. And yes, tell, tell me, really share your knowledge of that um, with my listeners. I know it would be fascinating. This is about 2,000 years ago when he was, you know, trying to help humanity. He didn't just stay in the Middle East. Of course not. He went everywhere, too. Yeah. Of course not. As we know, um, he was an initiate through Egypt, through Tibet, through all the high uh, magicians because Jesus was an alchemist and a magician. Right. And he was receiving initiation from all the First Nations and from all the high priestess and priests and right. all so he right. came to the Mayan world. He okay. worked with Pakal. Uh-huh. Pakal. Okay. Your your spiritual leader at the time. Pakal, yeah, he yeah. was okay. the and Pakal uh, was he became an emperor when he was thirteen years old in the Palenque. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was there as well uh, with Jesus. Jesus came to have initiation in that, but yeah. it was a matriarchy there with uh-huh. a red queen. Okay. But uh, also he was in Ekbalan. Ekbalan, okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, and he, I don't, I don't have a split, but I have the knowledge that he was here for initiation. And of course, Maya, Maya. Magic is high, mm-hmm. high. Mm-hmm. It was initiated here. I, I don't have so much information, but I have the knowledge that he was here. People know he was here. It's known. Uh-huh. It's not. It's not so known for the most of the people. Like history won't talk about it. Right. But in, right. there's elders that talk about it. Uh-huh. As there's elders also in the north of America that they talk. Uh-huh. Um, I think sure. it was the. One one nation, first nation of the of the United States. I cannot remember exactly if it was Navajo or uh, maybe okay. others. Uh, but they say that when they were we were trying to hunt, there were days without hunting, and the village was starving. They saw a white a white man that it looked like Jesus, and he he helped him find a buffalo. And, and they made him a, a a very high. They were singing to him a lot. They gave them him an, a, a specific name as well. Mm-hmm. Of course, not Jesus, right. but it mm-hmm. was called the White Beard Man in their language. Mm-hmm. And now, when the Catholicism comes and people start to connect, oh, that's the man. But also here in my own thing. Fascinating. I've heard the same thing. I'll find my book. It's somewhere in my house, on my place, rather, yeah. and um, where I live. And it's uh, I'll, I'll find the yeah, I'll find it. I'm not sure where it is. Yeah, and with our own understanding, it's easy. I mean, right. he could vivificate. He could uh, be in certain different places, different times, and I'm sure always the the high magicians of the world they're can be connected. They even say, have you heard of um, that the Tibetan monks were in a kind of way connected to the apparition of the Virgin of Guadalupe? Really? Fascinating. Wow. That's what they say. Mm -hmm. Because they were sensing that in this part of, of, in in a part of the world, there was gonna be a lot of it. There was going a lot of massacre, mm-hmm. so they planned a way 
mm-hmm. and and help how to mm-hmm. I don't know like in this yeah. way beyond what we can understand right right wow but That's Jesus great. was around here and I bet mm-hmm. people from here was also in in North America yeah. yeah, people traveled. People back from then. North America yeah. Yeah. were everywhere. Like there are signs that before the colonization, everyone right. was sharing and interchanging right. Right. culture, knowledge, magic. Mm-hmm. For for years, for example, I've heard that in the Grand Canyon that there are artifacts from Tibet mm-hmm. and India in these, and where traders brought them to to the canyon. So, I mean, it's to think that people were isolated and, you know, that, that our technology is the greatest thing since sliced bread is foolish because mm-hmm. we had this technology before. For sure. Especially during the Atlantean times, but ever since that time as well. Yeah. And they were able to travel. Jesus came over here and visited places. Yeah, you know? but, but like at, as mental power is not also so difficult. Like yeah. in, in there's places in Central America where uh-huh. high shamans are known to be in different places at the same time and sure. it's something known it's easy right, right so of course jesus could do that right exactly yeah. uh-huh absolutely yeah yeah absolutely yeah. Wow. well i'll find the book mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll tell everybody yeah. i'll i'll share it with you too and yeah. the mayans were big travelers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they traveled and they exchanged through all the world right by a, some some mayan elders say different kind of traveling once of course was with an astral body mm-hmm. and make it physical through different places but others will say a, a rock mm-hmm. and they they would a uh, sit a uh, sit on the rock and others will be meditating mm-hmm. and they that's how they Magic will carpet, yeah right and like in india yeah. there will be the vimanas right the um, mamas yeah yeah and also with the same principle that the temple will rise with the meditation right. of our people. Right. When I was mm-hmm. in Tamil Nadu, um, I met a, 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 a scholar that was super into Tamil um, deities regard, with the comparison of Mayan deities, and it's the same. Wow. Almost the same names for the same really? gardens, for the right. water, like it, mind blowing. Wow. Wow, amazing. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. I, we talked a little bit about earlier about um, revolutionaries and how uh, things get back, get so bad in a country where you'll need a revolution, whether that be peaceful or violent. And of course, in the United States, we had our own revolutionaries, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, John Quincy Adams, all these wonder, these people they are responsible for creating the United States and um, and um, we needed their help for human rights yes. and you were telling me a little bit about um, Pancho Villa and Zapata yes. from Mexico because the human rights here were virtually non-existent tell me a little bit about Pancho Villa and then I'm going to bring him in he's waiting here now oh, it's an honor to be in the presence of the chief Pancho Villa and Pancho Villa and Emiliano Zapata where these revolutionary uh, justice fighters, imagine 100 years ago, that was in the 1910, 1910, and where it is said that in Mexico, 
the a, a dog in the streets right now has way more rights than a kid or a, or a person, a worker will have. Really? Yeah, it was very bad. Wow. If it, it will the payments, it will be slavery, but but non state slavery, but it will be worse than slavery. It will be terrible. And so these people coming from the villages, coming bunch of villains, but Pancho Villa, I know more from Pancho Villa, is, I'm going to talk more about from him. He was raised in a village and he couldn't bear how the higher the owners will treat their mother, her sister. And he will, grew up with so much rage and because he was this revolutionary spirit since little. And he was always getting into trouble because he would not let things happen. Injustice. Yeah, mm -hmm. he wouldn't let. So mm -hmm. when he was around 10 years old, he left his home, but he was a 10 year old or 12 year old, let's say, wow. in the streets. Mm -hmm. So he traveled, he got the train, and he left and left, and he was super far. He grew up very alone, he missed his family, but he knew he had a mission. Mm -hmm. He knew, he knew mm -hmm. he had to make it. He fell in love, he got married, but he he gave all his life to make human rights in Mexico and he did. Wow. Zapata and Pancho Villa. They did they changed our country and they made the best um I bet you know uh, the Mexican constitution it's been known. It was one of the most high, the first constitutions with human rights for a long time. It was for a, a, a power to the people, land. It, they made things like if you work the land, it's yours. So mm -hmm. if in Mexico, that's still a right. If you work the land for 10 years and you can prove you are the one taking wow. care of the wow. land, that land is yours. Wow, that's great. And that's how everything shifted because mm -hmm. people started to to have ejidos, ejidatarios, which means the people started to own the land. I see. When before the the land was owned from the Spanish and and the wealthy and all the rest, the servants were take making living the 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 state would would never have even rights for health right. for water. Right. For clean water. Right. Wow. You know? Wow. Uh-huh. Sure. Like, they couldn't even walk in the same paths. Mm. Wow. There were paths for the rich and paths for... It wow. was terrible. Wow. And breath was even the one of the... If they could eat breath, was good. You know? Like, mm -hmm. it wasn't because they didn't own the land. They were always living in the haciendas. Mm -hmm. They were slaves. Mm -hmm. And and they were living in the hacienda, so they couldn't even like the eggs or the chicken. Mm -hmm. It will be not owned by them, you oh, know. So they couldn't take the chicken right. or the. Uh -huh. So he went out, and and he in his beginning, of course, as a kid in the streets, he started to be with the gangs, mm -hmm. and in the gangs he got trained. Mm -hmm. He got trained in the guns, but he had always this good spirit and he always had this very focus that he will change things. He mm -hmm. knew he was going for the better. 
Yes, he knew. Okay. So he was there because there was nothing else he could do, like mm -hmm. a lonely kid in the streets. Right. So he learned how to use guns. <laughs> mm -hmm. He learned how to do things mm -hmm. and he trained the people. So all the campesins was with him. Wow. He was having houses all over Mexico. Mm -hmm. He was having houses all over Mexico for the kids. Mm -hmm. The kids learned to, to, to write. The kids learned to read. The kids learn to make their, their clothes. Their mm -hmm. kids learn to eat. They will always have mm -hmm. food. Wow. And it was amazing. Mm -hmm. And they won their revolution. The constitution was made. They brought down the, the, the Porfiriato, Porfirio Diaz, 30 years as a dictator. Mm -hmm. And they brought a lot of changes and nice, uh, nice, nice, nice. Uh, and he's been working. Since then till now, even after. You mentioned that there was a young young woman channeling him. Yes. Working behind the scene now. Yes, oh, yes, okay. yes, yes. Wonderful, yes, wonderful. Yes, yeah, yes. that's great. She's a that's young great. girl. It's a medium. Uh huh. And he's been uh, sharing his new revolution through her. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, let me bring him in. He's here waiting. Please. I haven't channeled him before. Wins noches. What an honor to have you here, sir. Um, Mexico needs help today, but there are other countries who actually need more help. The U.S. needs more help. Canada needs more help. Many countries, Central South America need more help. Peru needs help. Brazil needs help. Many countries, Western Europe, need help. Australia needs help. It basically, and New Zealand, and basically Japan, it, it basically is violate. All these countries violate human rights constantly. So it's a worldwide problem. And Mexico, but Mexico can, can show that, can lead the way in human rights if they want. Because you've been through it. We're able to affect a more democratic um, society. It's, there's no accident that Mexico right, Mexico right now is doing as well as they are, not only economically, but spiritually democratically as well. The U.S. is it's failing miserably. It's been taken over by the dark side and that everything needs to be changed in that country. It's destroying itself. So he says there's a question whether it even exists in the coming years. I think it's going to make it through, but if people sit around and do nothing, I guarantee it's going to get worse there. But at least in Mexico, many people have fled to Mexico, escaped the United States and other countries because of the lack of freedom there. And um, Mexico respects that freedom, and it's going to really help them. But we need, we need to have a revolution right now. Um, he hopes it'll be a peaceful revolution in the United States and Canada and many other countries, but we have to. Everything has to be changed. It's been all taken over by the dark side. He, he, it was actually worse when he started. But he had nothing to lose when he started. Absolutely nothing to lose. And you're right. He's saying that he could have gone to the other side and ascended as an ascended master, as an archangel, but he decided to stay close and help not only people of Mexico, but humanity in general around the planet. That's what I'm getting. So, um, 
And the help is there. If people ask for it, they will get help. How can we ask for help for from from Panchali? Um, put your hand in your heart and ask him for strength. He works a lot with Archangel Michael and the other archangels. Gabriel works with um, Jesus. Jesus was here. He died. I mean, in my country, Mexico. Um, he was um, many places around the earth. And ask for help, and they will help. This is he says this is a free will planet, so don't expect them just to come in and help. You have to ask. See, si. ask, and you'll get help. Ask, si. and you shall receive. That's what he said. So, Chief Pancho what what is what do you consider is the first actions we need to take as as helpers and as humanity? It varies. Uh, in each country. Um, Mexico's doing well compared to other countries. Um, you need to continue to work on taking government back, but it's not as bad here. You have a representative government here that does function pretty well. Um, the U.S. used to, but it doesn't now. It, people there need to be stopped. He says not being so damn complacent to do something more than just watching TV and playing with your iPhones. You get out there and demonstrate like they've been demonstrating in France against the injustices of the Macron regime. This is just total fascism. Canadians have been demonstrating the demonstrated years ago during the trucker strike. And in Canada, they, they demonstrated with the, uh, with the truckers uh, because they'd taken away their guns. At least, he says, the Americans have their guns. Um, because the, he says the Chinese are planning on coming in through the West Coast with the help of the Biden fake government to take over that country. Um, should, people should be aware of it. Why should they stand for it? Well, what are we doing sitting around waiting for what? We need, we need action now. Not He's not advocating violence, but um, Mahatma Gandhi's here, and he said that uh, you know he threw the British out of India. Just one man, 1940, and the British out in 1947 uh, through a peaceful uh, civil disobedience. And the same thing can happen now. There is not, um, for the time that, you know, Biden has been in office, there's not one legal executive order he signed because none of them have been published in the Federal Register. Under our constitution, you have to publish executive orders in what's called the Federal Register. Not one has been published. All of his orders are therefore invalid, illegal. He's a fake president. People even wonder whether he's still alive. I have no, he just exists on this computer-generated image on this television screen. Talk about a joke. At least the president of Mexico, who I like, exists. He's a real person. So what the hell is running the United States? I don't know. Who knows? You know, I, I don't know. But that's why the U.S. is going down down the tube quickly. And it's it's a lot of problems. But it, 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 it could cause a problem for the rest of the world, basically. But um, Americans, he said, are too complacent nowadays. And maybe it's going to take a time 
before things are going to get as bad as they were when he was a young man in Mexico before actually people actually do something. I don't know. I don't know what they're waiting for, frankly. I really don't. Um, you know, he went through a lot of hard times to bring freedom to Mexico. And um, the the people living in 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 Mexico today are benefit are benefits of that, just like um, the people living in the United States today are are the the recipients of the benefits of the hard work by George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, and our revolutionaries back then. So, you know, but people sometimes take things for granted. Mm-hmm. They assume too much. Mm-hmm. They trust these politicians too much. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, that's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to turn everything over. Um, but um, Mexico can provide it. Uh, the other thing, too, he's saying that this is very interesting, and he wants you to expound on this, but he says that Mexico represents a spiritual revolution and a spiritual evolution for the planet, yes. for humanity, yes. because the old ways of doing things for war and conflict aren't working anymore. Yes. But you talked about capitalism, war. That's not working anymore. No. And that's, but that's the fake government, the Biden regime. That's what they're based upon, war and conquest and evilness and darkness. There's not one good thing about that mm-hmm. whole regime worth talking about. But, but that's what Mexico represents is this new spiritual age. And that's why it's going to be a light shining light for the rest of the world, including the United States. Mm-hmm. Because the old ways of doing things will not work out anymore, and it's failing. That's why the U.S. is going to fail. This government is corrupt. It's dark. It's going to fall. Just like Canada, the Canadian government, Trudeau is going to fall and, and destroy itself as well. As many other governments, the Australian government, New Zealand government, all these governments are fake. British government, French government, just one after the other in New Zealand, are all going to fall. And they need to become more spiritual. And Mexico represents, in many ways, the best hope for humanity to become more spiritual. They have long spiritual traditions here that need to be recognized as indigenous First Nations people. It's not like there aren't First Nations people in the United States. There are First Nations people in Canada as well, but a lot of their voices aren't being recognized, but but they should be before to survive. And that's what you're giving us a blueprint. Um, how can people um, find out more about this program you talked about? The, the Good Living? Yeah, The Good Living. Oh, in internet you can find a lot. Why? Okay. Because okay. it is now, uh, as I said, it is now given as a fight back from a strong, the strong um, givers of this philosophy to the world right now, even to, in the UN and the UNESCO, mm-hmm. is Ecuador and Bolivia, and they are putting it out there. So you can find it a lot in internet. You just okay. put a good living, mm-hmm. buen vivir, sumac outside, and you will even get in English a lot of information. Okay. Words. okay. There's a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wonderful. Yes, yes. Wonderful. It's very, very amazing. Well, um, if people want to contact you, is it all right if I just give out my email address? Yes. And I can refer. My email address is outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com, or I can be, uh, send an email to outofthisworldradio at protonmail.com, and I'll forward it on to you. We didn't touch about, we didn't get to, into um, the eagle and the condor, those prophecies tonight, but we did a separate recording here a couple of days ago, and I'll play that on today's show as well. 
and I think people need to know that. Uh, the condor is from South America and the eagles from North America. And when the two come together, there will be world peace. Yes, and also prophecy. represents the male and sacred male energy, mm -hmm. eagle. Condor represents the sacred female energy. Mm -hmm. So the male energy represents, well, the linear thought, the logical mind, the mm -hmm. technologies. Mm -hmm. And the South, it's the female, the protection, the care of life, the nurturing, mm -hmm. the nesting, the cocoon, right? Right. So we'll we'll hear more deep into that but that's what also represents and it's not only talking about north or south america it's like the occidental thought and the first nations vision mm -hmm. that's more mm -hmm. yeah. beautiful mm -hmm. well like we talked before about the hopi prophecies and those yes. two lines yes exactly i think that was very it's very connected as we say they come yeah. from the same yeah. yeah and as jack kennedy tells me once people realize that we all are connected and we all have God within us, we'll stop our fighting because there's no such thing as, um, in the spirit world, there's no such thing as racial or cultural or even language differences because we are in fact all one. Yes. Not only among humans, but also the plants and the animals as well. Mm -hmm. And in Shintoism in Japan, they have an interesting concept where all animate and inanimate beings are all linked together with God. And they all have a spirit. Words have spirits, you know, Anything has a spirit in them, yes. and they're very advanced in that in that oh, sense. Yes. And I think I think if you give the time, uh, people on this planet will will realize that. I mean, I'm sure the uh, my culture recognizes that already, but um, it's just it's just a matter of time. Basically, um, the world was hijacked by the uh, scandemic. It was all planned out to enslave humanity. Um, and um, I actually got a little notice on my uh, uh, phone tonight saying, would I like to be contact for new COVID emergencies? So they're planning a new emergency now. And then the whole thing's a scam. And I, of course I said, no, but you can see the handwriting on the wall. But Mexico was never shut down, was it? Uh, not really. Not really. No, you just lived life and enjoyed your freedom and continued working yeah. and, and um, and that's good. Yeah, and know. some uh, it did at the beginning three mm -hmm. months for everyone. We all stayed home. Yeah. Uh, but it just lasted three months. Right. And in yeah. in the all in the bigger cities would be mostly in the streets. Like for government will be open, but the people will be afraid. So yeah, people. Right. Right. used but mostly it was more free will like yeah well it's it's still that way today and that's why people are flocking to mexico it's one of why the reason why the economy is doing so well because people have freedom there um also in addition um your currency has gone up 20 20 25 against the u.s dollar and eventually the u.s dollar will become a third world country uh, currency if you're in America listening to this now, take appropriate action or maybe just go out and do something to change the government in a peaceful way. Get a hold of your congressmen, 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 congresswomen, make them work, make them work, you know, voice your opinion, get a hold of your legislators or governors or representatives and voice your opinion. You know, they can't ignore you completely, um, but um, 
Anyway, we have the capability of making a beautiful planet. We all stand up. Democracy is not free and it's not cheap. Mm. And it takes hard work to make it work. One of the, of the messages of the new revolution of uh, Pancho Villa, yeah. mm -hmm. Pancho Villa yeah. is uh, getting out of, as you say correctly, uh, getting out of the TV, mm -hmm. getting out of the TV mm -hmm. and learn how to live a happy life. Mm -hmm because our vibration is very important right. and to rise our vibration and to be ready and learn how to die without fear. Right, exactly. And right, so exactly. they want to implant us fear in the new revolution is like, be fearless. Be fearless, absolutely. You have to be fearless. And, and live, live life. Don't and stay on life. the TV. Don't stay on right. four squares. Right, right. Don't stay at home. And, and act. Yeah, yeah. And certainly don't pay attention to the Biden because he's fake. Yes. The whole thing is fake. And as the same, it's the same as Umaka said. In mm -hmm. his new revolution, he said, plant your own food wherever right. you are. Mm -hmm. Wherever you are, you can plant your food. Right. Exactly. Wherever you want. Right. Plant mm -hmm. your food, turn off the TV, right. live happily, raise your vibration, and learn how to let die mm -hmm. happily. That's one of his five basis of his revolution. Wow. That's new revolution. That's amazing. This is the first time I've, I've gotten in contact with, um, with uh, Mr. Villa, and I'd like to do another show channeling him in the future. He'd like to do it again. I'd like to take some time to meditate or study his life. Um, um, but I, I'd like to do that. We can do that in the future sometime soon. Um, do you have any final words um, for my listeners around the world? I think the final words were the recommendations for for Chief Villa. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Thank you so much for all your time. Oh, my pleasure. I'm so happy you could come on today. Thanks so much, Ken. And you're doing beautiful work spreading the, the value of the, uh, the the Mayan wisdom throughout the world. And, and on behalf of all my listeners, thank you so much for sharing all oh, your thank wisdom. You. Thanks so much. There's going to be a couple of pre-recorded segments I did. Uh, with with her as well on the eagle and the condor and some other topics which I'll be playing in a few minutes. I hope you're enjoying today's show. Out of This World Radio is a non-profit listener-supported show, and if you'd like to support us, just go to my BBS website at https colon forward slash forward slash bbsradio.com forward slash Out of This World Radio, or please go to www.outofthisworld1150.com. I'm also on uh, CloudHub Brighty on, um, where else? A bunch of them. Gab. No, yeah. Um, Odyssey and Telegram. Um, anyway, I hope you enjoyed this part of the program. I'll be playing the other interviews I did with uh, Kim just in a few minutes. Bye-bye, everyone. I hope, thank you so much for all your love and support. Bye-bye. Hello, friends. This is Ted from Out of This World Radio, and I've got an incredible and interesting and fascinating interview uh, with a, a Mayan Shaw uh, woman. And she'll be talking about the legend of the eagle and the condor. The eagle refers to North America, the United States, and the condor refers to uh, uh, South America. And when the two fly together, um, we uh, humanity will ascend. But I'm going to play that interview with her now, and I know you'll find it fascinating. Let me ask you, but you mentioned the eagle and the condor, and I've heard that legend. Could you please explain that? Sure, so this prophecy comes from the Keros people from Peru. And the Keros people were hidden in the mountains until I think the 80s. They didn't get to, they weren't known. And they saved the Inca 
knowledge in the sound people like it's very strong way and knowledge and, and tradition they hold and they share with the world the this prophecy the eagle and the thunder prophecy and it, it, the eagle and the thunder is like an explanation and this explanation would be the eagle would be the north north america canada and also the western mind thinking will be our technology will be our our uh, scientific thoughts right and the condor also uh, it, it's also the south but also means the the native the first nations knowledge all the first nation knowledge the heart and the science of the nature the earth all that the first nations we have they all the science as well but it's the science of the mystical of life when the spirit and the nature and so it is say that also um, there's gonna be a time which is now of course that the eagle and the thunder will fly together and we will make the new earth because now we need of course technologies that serves the change of the world but also the ethics and the knowledge of the first nations and if we when we merge all these together is what a new new life is going to be and it's going to be beautiful there's hope and we are doing it and with the times Well, now the First Nations have councils and they are being sharing their their prophecies, their knowledge. And of course, as we know that we were all one, we were all one since the beginning. And in the councils, they in the sharing, um, they're been saying that the encounter of the eagle and the thunder is going to be in the Central America. And going more deeply, they even say now, they say eagle, condor, and quetzal. Because the quetzal is the heart, and in the center of America, which is the sacred bird, is the quetzal, is where the reunion is going to happen. But there's other people walking with the, with the, with the council of the First Nations of the Atlayala, now called America, that they say the, the union is in Mexico. And other people even say the union is in Yucatan Peninsula. Yes. That is pretty. Isn't that amazing what she's saying about that? The eagle and the condor is a famous... Prophecy was actually mentioned by uh, Dr. Masuramoto. He went to Mexico back in 2010, I believe, and did a celebration of that with uh, some with some uh, Native American shaman in um, uh, in Mexico. Um, but let me play the rest of this interview here. I think you'll find it just really interesting. So let me let me play that now. With a lot of studies, with new ways, with technologies, social technology that we also need. And if we work together, the event is going to happen, it's already happening. New things, amazing things for humanity is 
I hope you enjoyed that, my friends. The eagle and a condor is a famous um, prophecy uh, by Native Americans between the cooperation of North America and South America, which will occur um, here. And as when it does occur, uh, both will fly together and we'll, we'll bring in Harold again, a new ascension for humanity. I hope you enjoyed that. Hello, friends. I hope you enjoyed those uh, those segments. Um, weren't they fascinating? This, these are topics that I've always been interested in, and then I was given the opportunity to interview these beautiful people, and I'm, I'm so, I hope you enjoyed it. One of the things... Um, uh, what Kim said, the, the Mayan Shaw woman said, for conscious living, learn how to love and be loved. Um, how are we working toward, uh, toward making a better future? Native Americans, when they made a, made a decision, actually thought ahead seven generations as far as their decision making goes. Not just not just a few years, not just one day, <clears throat> not whether they had that would get them elected to the next office, but for seven generations into the future. Isn't that a beautiful way? To, uh, to make decisions about life um, and, 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 uh, and helping people, uh, helping society. Um, I think the, these ways, these ways of thinking of living in harmony with the environment, like the Hopi, like the Navajo, like many Native Americans, like the Maya, and like, um, uh, are, are going to come back. And this is why um, um, they will be very successful in the future. The old ways of doing things, of war, tyranny, oppression, uh, violence are falling by the wayside. Those societies will destroy themselves and they won't be around the planet anymore. So we are entering into a new age. Uh, Mother Earth herself has ascended. She's now in the fifth dimension and she's waiting for all of us to join her in creating this beautiful new world. And it's happening right now, my friends. My uh, my new fourth book I've been working on is a book about how we, we might structure society and government in a good way um, to uh, make the world a better place uh, in the future. The Pleiadians went through this 52,000 years ago. The um, Telosians underneath Mount Shasta did the same. They, they didn't go through a civil war, but they went through a similar kind of process in, um, in creating, um, and they have a lot of good suggestions. We don't have to reinvent the wheel all over again as far as making, uh, making institutions 
which will truly serve humanity rather than oppress and terrorize people. Um, but um, anyway, that's what my fourth book is about. It's underway now. Um, should be done in a couple of months. It's taking a little longer than I thought, but um, I'll let you know as soon as uh, as soon as I get it done. Um, I want to thank uh, everyone for listening today so much. You know, there's um, there's quite a bit of um, of similarities between Zapata, uh, Pancho Villa, and George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, um, George um, uh, Benjamin Franklin. They were all revolutionaries back in their day in the 1770s, 1780s, 1790s, around the turn of the of the 18th century. Um, they they wanted the same thing for for Americans that um, Pancho Villa and Zapata wanted in 1910 for the for the beautiful Mexican people. They wanted freedom. And they wanted um, they wanted to give people um, the ability that if they worked hard uh, and wanted to help humanity, they could create a beautiful new society based upon freedom. Freedom, the kinds of freedoms that many Mexicans enjoy today, is a result of that 1910 Constitution that was enacted in in Mexico way back then, thanks to the efforts of Pancho Villa and and Zapata. People, most people in America, however, don't know much about the history. It's a different culture. But it has the same principles of freedom and democracy that um, that we cherish here in the United States. And when you take that freedom and democracy away, people don't want to live in those states anymore. That's why there's been such an exodus from the blue states into the red states and especially from the West Coast of the United States to anywhere but California, anywhere but Oregon, anywhere but Washington state. Because people are sick and tired of being told what to do and and treated like slaves. Um, there are other states um, in the United States, of course, that have believed in freedom. Uh, North Dakota, there's South Dakota. Um, many states in the South also believe in freedom as well. And they, they didn't put these restrictions on people that were done during the uh, scandemic. And people recognize that as well. Many Americans, um, I have friends, for example, uh, who used to live in Los Angeles got tired of living there, got tired of Governor Newsom and um, Joe Biden and just moved to Mexico where they're very happy right now. The, there are so many people who have moved to Mexico that uh, Mexico's economy right now is booming. They don't put restrictions on businesses like we did here in the United States. And um, the Mexican peso has gone up nearly 25% against the US dollar since last January. And I've been told in the next five to eight years their standard of living is going to rot, should rise so dramatically. It should surpass the current standard of living in the United States and Canada if current trends persist. How long will Americans and Canadians, especially Americans, stand up for this nonsense? Who knows? How bad does it have to get before people try to make a difference and make the world a better place? I don't know. Um, uh, and I don't have all the answers, but I just wanted to um, to raise that for people today so they can start thinking about it. Um, the, the Mayan lady you, you, you saw, you know, the clip was, um, um, let me, let me, let me play a little bit of her movie. Uh, it's very fa famous in the Spanish speaking world. Unfortunately, uh, um, many Americans don't, uh, don't speak Spanish, but, and not familiar with the culture, but she's produced a, be a beautiful, uh, beautiful film. It's available for free to look up on YouTube. The um, I'll I'll give you some of the some of the names here. You can find it. I found this on Start Page. Google wouldn't bring it up, so Google is a cabal anyway. But uh, let me give you it's it's Yakuna Y A C A sorry 
Y-A-C-U-N-A, Maya, and her name is Mary uh, Cordova, and it's uh, Nova Spirit Films. It's an hour and 27 minutes long, and you can listen to it for free. I'm going to play the first few minutes of it, and then my good friend Leon McLaughlin is coming on. We're going to be talking about the fundraiser for, uh, for clean water for the beautiful Hopi people in Arizona in just a few minutes. I'm just going to play a couple of minutes of this now, my friend. So here we go. Whoops. I just, <laughs> I don't know how to do this phone here, but, um, I just lost the, um, I just lost the video. And I don't know how to get it back. Maybe I can get some help on that. Um, anyway, it's a beautiful film. It talks about the Mayan traditions of healing the earth. And um, okay, great. Thanks. We'll see if we can get this going again. Here we go, my friends. That's Mary Cordova, the, the lady, the child woman I interviewed earlier on the on the uh, program today. I think that'll give you that gives you a flavor for um here she is again. Those are some of the purification rites she does for cleaning water and pollution from the planet. And often um, I asked her what she was doing now, and she says, that's all I do, or ceremonial 
cleansing prayers for the planet and humanity right now. Right now, that's her full-time job. And uh, anyway, if you'd like to get a hold of her, just send me an email to out of this world eleven fifty at gmail.com and I'd be happy to uh, forward your message, message as well. This is this is actually a pretty exciting time in, in human history. Never before have we gone this close. Have, have we gone this far so fast in ascending into the fifth dimension? And I know we're going to do it. Uh, there are some people, however, who don't want to be part of this beautiful new earth and you have to respect your their um their um you know their choices regarding um whether they want to, whether they whether they want to be part of this this beautiful new earth and um i wish them well um if they miss this chance of ascension however it it can it could be up to 25,800 years or one mayan katun cycle um for them to get another chance at ascension one mayan katun cycle is the time it takes for this planet in this solar system to go around the central sun of this um of this uh of this galaxy and it takes 25,800 years. Every 25,800 years, the Mayans called it a cartoon cycle. And it was a time when um, the planet and people ready to ascend would ascend. All the other planets in this solar system, the 40 planets in this solar system, not eight or nine, but 40, um, have ascended or in the process of ascending. And they've been waiting on who? Us on this planet to make the right choices to help ascend and create a beautiful um uh, new world. Um, if you speak uh, Mayan, if you understand Mayan, you can understand and speak Plitian as well, I'm told, because uh, they are related. And as um, as Mary uh, said, Mary Cordova said on on her interview today, uh, she said, Siha uh, Talish, um, which means I love you. And that goes, I'd like to send love to everyone listening today. I really appreciate your help. Um, one of the things, um, if we all work together to create a beautiful new world, I, I know we can do it. One of the people who I really like is Leon McLaughlin. He's with the Washington Clean Water Foundation in Seattle. And um, I talked to Leon earlier, and uh, he was going to say some words about his um, the fundraiser he's having. I don't um, see him, though. I hope he doesn't, hasn't uh, lost his way. I just want to thank, also thank everyone for their fantastic and beautiful support. Out of This World Radio is a nonprofit listener-supported program. And whatever, if you'd like to support us, just go to my website on BBS or please go to www.outofthisworld1150.com. There's a little PayPal button there and feel free to contribute whatever you like. It's all appreciated. I think on BBS it's like $2.99 a month, um, less than it costs for, uh, an, uh, uh, you know, a small cup of coffee at Starbucks, uh, <laughs> if you want. There's also, um, uh, th- there's also, um, you know, sending love and support is, is also great. And if you have suggestions on the program or guests you'd like for me, topics for me to cover, just send me an email. I, I've always, I always love listening to, uh, hearing from my supporters. My email is out of this world 1150 at gmail.com. I've got a Shasta trip going back there in August. Uh, if you'd like to come, just send me an email. And you can also find out more information on my website at uh, outofthisworldreadings.com. I have a spiritual mentoring program where I teach people how to um, talk to the other side and, and benevolent extraterrestrials. So I've been been talking to the other side for about 30 years now. come from a psychic family, and I'd love to hear from you all and i really appreciate your fantastic support in addition to bbs i'm also on a lot of other media sites including um social media 
Telegram, I can't remember now, BitChute, Brighteon, Cloud, Cloud, Cloud Hub is pretty, is fun. I'm, I'm on that. But um, anyway, I think Leon's there now. Leon, are you there, my friend? Yes. Thank you, Ted. How's it going? Oh, fine, my friend. I'm finally, I, I, I'm so glad that uh, we connected. And uh, next time I'll try to give you more than 120 seconds to come on the show this morning. <laughs> hey, no problem. Thank you so much. Glad to be on. <laughs> It's always an honor to come on your show. Oh, great. Great, my friend. Well, we've got about 10 minutes, give or take 11 minutes. No, maybe six minutes now. Doggone it. Time goes fine. Seven minutes, maybe, um, to talk about. Tell people about your fundraiser and how they can help out this this coming the 13th. Yeah, um, we got a show coming up July 14th, 15th, 16th at the ranch in Woodenville. And it's going to be a great event. Um, the public is invited. It's a free event. It's this ranch in Woodenville. It's totally beautiful that they donated the ranch to let us have a three-day fundraiser for the Hopi and Navajo. As you know, Ted, we started out on your show um, learning about the Hopi and Navajo reservation situation about the contaminated water. And now we, um, since that time, have enough water units for over 25,000 people to have clean, fresh drinking water from the water units that we have put there. We got our solar units there. We got our units that's um, in the homes with no running water. Um, And it's just been a great, great adventure. And we, you know, we're making a difference, which is awesome. So this fundraiser we're having July 14th, 15th, 16th is in, in Woodenville and it's for the Hopi and Navajo Reservation um, to get more clean water on that reservation. Cause as you know, they got uranium and arsenic. We developed special water units that would take out that uranium and arsenic. Um, and we're installing them in homes and schools. So this fundraiser is to do that along with help, uh, some children in Gambia that we're working with uh, airline ambassadors with. And of course, um, Nancy Rivard, great lady, airline ambassadors, part of American Airlines, great, great people. Yeah, great supporters. Mm -hmm. Yep. And Sedona Spotlight. So um, Martha Childress, wonderful lady. And and you. So, um, yeah, we got music every night. Um, We even going to have some really cool stuff that I just found out today. Some hatchet throwing contests, um, (laughs) corn hopping the the um uh the little sacks that you hop around in that you get in so it's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of fun you know those little knapsack deals that they have so we're going to be doing the hopping throwing hatchets um games uh corn games and you know some cool ranch stuff we actually got um a professional chef that's coming in for friday and sa- uh, saturday um doing the appetizers so it's all free if you want to donate um you can go to www.cleanwaterfoundationwa.org and all donations go to purchase um water units for the Hopi and Navajo and we're also looking at Gambia each unit costs $150 um they last for 30 years you change the filters every year but we do have the special filters that's taking out contaminants and viruses um, and with the Hopi um, situation, they have that uranium from the um, mining companies that um, was doing the mining there and polluted their uh, water 
And that's why children like at 16 years old is getting cancer. The average lifespan for the male out there on the reservation is 45 years old. Um, the women is like 50, 54 years old. So it's a horrible situation what happened, but with grassroots done it, we didn't depend on the government. We did it um, through you when we first found out about it. Thank and you. now we're adding um, more water units and over 25,000 um, folks is getting now clean, fresh drinking water because of that. And we want to do more. So, yeah. That is totally fantastic. Well, you know, um, uh, let's let's talk about this some more off air. But um, maybe what we could do is I could, um, you know, we can I could do a little show from the uh, from the event next uh, next Saturday too. So uh, we'll we'll talk about that off air as well. But okay. I want to keep plugging away. There's a lot of really good people in the Seattle area. That's where I first broadcast for seven years continuously every Friday on KKNW out of Bellevue from. November of uh, 2013, all the way through the end of July 2020. And then I moved to BBS after that. But a lot of good people in Seattle, a lot of pro- a lot of progressive, open-minded, spiritual people that I know that they'll support uh, helping people out like this. So it's, um, you know, a lot of us, uh, a lot of us uh, people who live in the cities in the United States, we, we don't, we take water for granted. What do you think, Leon? I think people, take, a lot of people take water for granted. I mean, clean oh, water yeah. for granted. Big yeah. time. It's so, just like yeah. um, when I was just talking to um, uh, Vernon and Ernest uh, the other oh, yeah. day. And what they were saying is that, you know, we're doing a horrible job on the water because you're selling water. It's like selling air. Yeah. I mean, water shouldn't right. be sold. Um, and everyone should have a right to clean, fresh drinking water. It's a it's a right, not a privilege. Right. So right. Exactly. Um, I think we kind of missed the boat. Like I said, I had no idea that they were in a situation like that till I was on your show. Like you mentioned Bellevue, when I first did your show, when you were in Bellevue, actually, and yeah. found out about the situation when you said, well, okay, you're doing all this stuff in all these different countries. What about here in the U.S.? And I was like, what are you talking about? And you were saying on the Hopi and Navajo reservation um, in Arizona. So our I whole theme is Americans helping Americans. And you're right. We we missed the boat because I didn't even know it. I'm in the water business, Ted. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, if we all work together, my friend, I know we can create a much better and happier world. I want to tell everyone as well, we got two minutes left, Leon, but um, I'll watch the time here. Thanks, Don. Um, that um, donations to your Clean Water Foundation 100% go straight to the Hopi and Navajo for clean water filters. Um, we, we just do this for the because it feels good. It feels good helping people out and they, people can get a tax deduction if they like from that as well. Um, you can either contact uh, Leon. I've got your um, I gave out your email earlier. I hope you don't mind. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, let's see. And they can um, even go to the website, www.cleanwaterfoundationwa.org. We're 501c3 um, nonprofit. Okay, good. Yeah, Leon's Leon McLaughlin199 at gmail.com. And I hope you mm-hmm. don't mind, but earlier I gave out your personal telephone number, and I told people if they wanted to give, get a hold of you, the best time to call is between 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning Pacific time because usually you're free then. You might be sleeping, but you don't mind. That, that's I'm it. Just kidding. I, hey, just kidding. Hey, I know. I know. And I start, I start laughing. <laughs> no problem. Hey, we're 24-7. I could, I could just <laughs> I could just see you the next call at 2 a.m. God bless it. Another damn call from Ted Mark. <laughs> you, you told me to call you at this time. And what can I say? That's it. <laughs> 
What are friends for, after all? <laughs> That's it. That's it. Hey, we got well, our new sign. We're open 24-7. <laughs> <laughs> With a flashing light. <laughs> outside That's the bedroom right. door. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you and you and, and Veil Bond Companies. Just kidding. That's it. But, Me uh, and Veil Bond Companies. I love that. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know the old the old saying about driving on I-5 up to Seattle when I was a kid? When you drop really late, it comes to a point where the only people on the freeway are drunks and police. No anyway, more. that was that's another, another old, old thing, yeah. Right, but uh, anyway, well, we better get off here or else Don's not going to be my friend anymore. But anyway, <laughs> Leon, thank you so much for all your beautiful work. Um, and I hope everyone can participate in, in this fantastic fundraiser. Uh, I'll probably have a show lined up a week from today. And on behalf of all of my listeners, I want to thank... Um, the Pleiadians, the Galactic Alliance, uh, Adama from the Hollow Earth, Ashtar, the Ashtar Command, and many other beautiful spirits for, for, for helping me out on the show today and giving us help and protection. Much love to everyone. Thank you, Leon, for your fantastic work. We'll be on the phone probably later today or tomorrow about arranging next week's show. And I hope okay. everyone has a beautiful and happy day. Go ahead and say two minutes, two words for the last. Um, Thank you so very much, Ted. And like I said, if anybody want to donate, www.cleanwaterfoundationwa.org, and you do get a tax write-off. Thanks again, Ted. All right, my friends. Take care, Leon, and thanks, Don, so much for your fantastic help. Much love to everyone. Um, as they say in Mayan and Plidian, um Siha Teshli, I love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Leon. Take care, my friends.